This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 338 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I promise I'm going to be higher energy today than I was yesterday. I don't know what happened. Please forgive me. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to be low energy today. Low Why? energy, Brett. I'm just to, kidding. To there. balance it out? Yes. Yeah, we have to even it out. Okay. And we've got a guest in the studio. Hello, Taylor. Hi, guys. Hi. I'm Taylor Silverman. I'm happy to be back. I'm going to try to be high energy. I've been running around all day, <laughs> but I just made it in time. Yeah, you, literally you, just in time. You don't have to be high energy or anything. I'm going to be mid-energy. That's technically our job. To be yeah, you're energy. just here to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Harry Potter is going to be rebooted. Rebooted with seven new seasons of a television show, each season based on one of the books from HBO Max. J.K. Rowling is involved. The cope is real. We are going to go through some of that cope here on Twitter, and we're going to laugh at the people who are going to have a very hard time accepting that this will be a real thing. We're also going to include in that discussion whether or not there was a need to already make a live-action Moana, considering Moana is like less than a decade old. I think it's from 2016. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the fact that the cursed rings of power just couldn't get any damn person to finish watching the television show. Nobody seemed to want to finish it. There was a fire on set. A horse died. It does seem cursed. Uh, So we will talk about that. We're also going to talk about the American Idol contestant, Sarah Beth, that we talked about a few weeks ago who was uh, basically shamed by Katy Perry for daring to choose to be a mother at the age of 25 to to three children. So we will discuss that. Uh, She has left the show. And also the the trope of good for her and the good for her cinematic universe. How would you describe that, Mary? Um, It means that murder is okay when women do it in movies. When women do it. It's it's fine when women do it. So we will talk about that. Yeah, that's no, I think that's the word they use in it. That's actually the language that they use. Like uh, Lady Gaga says, I'm not pro murder, I'm I'm pro women's empowerment. So we will get into that. We got a bunch of other stuff to get into in the start of the show. So if you're ready, Mary, we can just get right into it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Taylor. I'm ready. All right. Uh, All right, so we're going to get right into it. First things first, Taylor, you will not have this on there because this is from the start of the show stuff. Disney live action Little Mermaid does, in fact, land a China release. I I don't know what I was expecting here. I, I figured they would considering they just got Marvel movies back over there in China, and I think Bob Iger has a lot to do with that as well. Are Chinese people going to watch this? I do. Like the, well, the, the number mark. one thing is uh, they've had diminishing returns for almost, yeah, you're going to have to deal with the stink bugs. Are, they're stink out, bug they're out in force me. today already, so we're going to have to deal with the stink bugs here. Uh, what we've seen from Disney, especially with their live-action movies with China releases, is uh, the law of diminishing returns, meaning it seems like less and less money is made with each film. Uh, in 20 2016, Beauty and the Beast, uh, I'm sorry, The Jungle Book opened to 150 million in 2016, and by 2017, for Beauty and the Beast, that Thank one you. only made 85 million. 
The Lion King made 120 million, so it went up. Aladdin made just 53 million. Maleficent went down to 48.8. Mulan just 40 million, and Cruella only made 24 million. But you could technically blame uh, Mulan and Cruella, I suppose, on COVID. Theoretically, you could blame that on COVID. China's like, sorry, we're too busy locking you in your, in your Wasn't home. Wasn't Cruella kind of thought of as the female Joker at the time? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Also, and then we it have just a, totally we, fell. We have a $20 one right there, from, uh, but with no message. Oh, from, who's that from? Dingo uh, Icarus? Yes, uh, which you. is a, a good reminder, guys. Uh, could you hit the like button? Could you subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? Usually I wait for this to do right before we start segment number one. And if you do super chat anything $20 and over, we will, in fact, interrupt the discussion, read your super chat right then, and then try valiantly do our best to get right back on topic. Uh, yesterday, both me and Dane forgot... <laughs> Whatever the hell we were talking, it was really funny. I was like, "Oh, I was like, did you forget?" Well, trying not to point out the fact that I too had forgotten whatever we were saying right before just that. Just blame so, it on Dane. Yeah, we'll just blame we'll blame Dane. It's, it was his fault yesterday. So we will uh, interrupt those discussions for all super chats, twenty dollars and over. So he says that's twenty euros, but you know, I don't know the conversion rate. Yeah, and uh, the American dollar is not even being used over there in Brazil and uh, between Brazil and China anymore. It's not even the reserve <laughs> currency anymore. The, the dollar bill is just going down in value every day. Blame the Federal Reserve. Yeah, I, I tried to you know. super chat you guys when I was out of the country, and it said that I couldn't super chat in Israeli shekel. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I wonder if we have a, is there a symbol for, like, what does the symbol look like? Um, I don't know. I just, I yeah. just tried to send a super chat, but um, it might have just been my phone. don't have that many Israeli yeah. viewers. Oh, I was just looking at the, the, like, the demographics of our, like, of the audio version of the podcast, and I was surprised by some of the, like, there's, there's Dominican Republic uh viewers there's costa rican viewers like i was, it was very cool to see stuff like that that there's You're people reaching from, people all over the world yeah like the, obviously the majority is uh america america mm -hmm. and canada but there are viewers from i mean there's a there's a, a man watching right now i know who is from greece he's from greece so we talk to a lot of people are, and then we have the one Wii viewer we have the one guy who watches yes. on his nintendo Wii. We have, do we have Switch viewers? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Dane, would, even Dane would be able to thing? tell that, I think, if there was a Nintendo Switch viewer. So. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they, they will get a Little Mermaid release in China for it. Will it actually help the movie? I don't know. And my other question is, will they, like, edit, will the music be the same or will they edit the music? I, it would be interesting to see, like, uh, what is China's take on, yeah. over, like, a dubbed. yeah. Version. That would be awful. It'd be interesting if they do like you know it's done. It's uh, they do the Chinese dub, but then the song is just done in English. What doesn't make sense about it to me is it's a movie about like rebelling and like wanting freedom and escaping your kingdom. China doesn't like that. China doesn't like any of these themes. I don't even think that those themes resonate with. Chinese people who would possibly view the movie anyway. Well, plus... Uh, and, you know, they're kind of racist. I mean, yeah, that's the... <laughs> so I mean, that's the, the least, elephant the in the room. The government, uh, the government is, Okay, right? like, but a lot of the civilians, yeah. I'm sure, are also yeah. kind of racist. I, I, um, I'm, I'm more comfortable just blaming the government all the time. You're more comfortable doing that, but... Yes, uh, I'd rather just blame the government for This everything. is about what you're, you're comfortable with yeah, saying, yes. you know? Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Obviously, we do know the story that uh, back when Black Panther came out, they, they wouldn't allow Chadwick Boseman to appear on the cover without his helmet on in the Chinese version of the poster. And they shrunk uh, they shrunk the, uh, the fin, uh, 
in character in the Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. The Force Awakens poster. That. Yeah, so all of that stuff is very, very clear. We'll see what goes with that, so we will see. Uh, we don't just have that, though, guys. I did also want to point this out. This isn't really a huge story, but it kind of is a little bit near and dear to me. If you look, if you know who the Kardashians are, you know who Lamar Odom is. He's had his own history with substance abuse. He's opened three. He purchased three rehab centers, and is looks to be doing a bunch of work. In oh, the community. I thought he started them like himself. I think he purchased he them, them from another from uh, another. They were going to go under, and he purchased them to keep them open. Uh, it says he sh- he says the NBA star explained that he acquired. So when I hear acquired, I assume that means he uh, purchased them from like an outside company. Otherwise, he would say he opened three rehab centers. Yeah. It says his goal is to help others battling addiction turn their lives around as he did years ago. And that's about as close to a heartwarming story as you can get from anyone close to the Kardashians as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's really positive. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. It'll be interesting to follow. Uh, their centers in San Diego, El Cajon, and uh, Lemon Grove. I don't know where Lemon Grove is. So. Uh, I but small facilities, but that's that's important, right? Like we need uh, if celebrities are gonna. We were gonna cover an article today about how um, Harry and Meghan work one hour a week for their charity uh, that has like a thir- they had like thirteen million dollars come in and they work exactly one hour a week on their charity. Like I'd rather see somebody actually put their time and their money towards something that's actually beneficial to the community rather than that's Harry just obvious and Meghan. tax fraud. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Yep. What are so. they doing? Uh, During that hour a week, what are they doing? Do you, what do you, do you is think, it just um, a, she, an all hands meeting where everyone tells them how good of a job they're doing at the spa? <laughs> like they go to a spa to do that because she's like, I will not work on this project unless I am being pampered because I am Meghan Markle and I'm annoying. Um, they check the progress of their rom com films. That yes, making. well, that nobody will nobody will end up that watching. They don't want any attention for. Let me guess. The rom com is about a. It's going to be an American actress. They'll, they'll, they'll swap them. It'll be a male a pr- actor. Oh, okay. A male yeah. actor from America a who princess. finds a princess and they fall in love and then they escape her oppressive family. Yes. How original. How original. It would be fantastic. Flowers for spring? Groundbreaking. All right, guys. Also, uh, this I would have loved for this story to come out the other day. Usher got in deep trouble for... Uh, he, he played an April Fool's prank on his... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details audience while he was doing a show on april fool's day where he said like beyonce was going to come on stage and she wasn't there <laughs> we got what? a chat from jacob edler yes. uh he said theory they will intentionally make harry potter woke and terrible like velma and then use the backlash to condemn cishet whites again while tanking jk rowling's notoriety due to the new stain on her franchise Everything's a sigh. Everything's a sigh. Everything is, in fact, a sigh. Why was I singing that same song earlier? Did you notice? Yeah. I don't know. Or I was like, it was that, but everything's gay. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, that's uh, uh, South Park. Um, Right? Was that on South Park? Yeah. It wasn't a South Park song. It comes from the Lego movie. No. No. Everything is awesome. I do believe that uh, that I don't know if J.K. Rowling will let that happen. She is the last great author to have fantastic control over her properties. So I I assume 
that that won't happen. She won't allow it to be degraded that way. If anything, people are going to have to hold their nose. Fantastic and... Beasts happened, though. Yeah, but that wasn't based so... on the original source. I mean, that was just like a, an attempt at something. Plus, she's like, if they if they know what they're doing, they won't let her anywhere near the screenplay. Because she can write books, she cannot write screenplays. So we'll get into that. We'll, we'll wait to get into regardless, that. Regardless, it'll be difficult to taint her no notoriety. Yeah. Well, she'll just become more notable, if anything. Mm -hmm. uh, also, guys, if you are a fan of Gone with the Wind, and you, for some reason in the year 2023, were going out to purchase a new copy of it, it now comes with a publisher's note that says, uh, white, it's a white supremacist, <laughs> a white supremacist warning this is just this is like Agatha Christie and everything else. The, we live in mm -hmm. stupid times. Well, the and movie gentlemen. Gone with the Wind is on Amazon Prime. It right? has a trigger warning. And I it has I, a tr yeah, well, not I, a trigger warning. Whatever. It, it's a it's discretion yeah. warning for. Is it for the the racism? Yes, uh, depictions in in language that's uh, offensive by modern day standards. I see. Also, yeah, so it, that that that's nothing new. Nope. So. Um, but it's not like it was portrayed in a positive way. In, I haven't read the book. I read. I watched the movie, and it's that is not portrayed as like a positive thing. Yep. It's also like Scarlett O'Hara is a bad person. Yep. So. Well, one of the things that I think is actually really interesting about that we don't actually talk about it that often is because uh, people are now so just obsessed with celebrity and fame, they don't understand that when you portray a character as bad that you're actually saying something bad about them because all they want is to be famous. So when you're, when you're portraying a bad character in a bad way, that's not an endorsement of their behavior to say that they're good. It's just that you're happening, you're, you just so happen to be watching it in a medium that brings fame to people who play bad roles. Does that yeah. make sense? Like people mistake uh, the fame that comes to an actor for a character that's bad with glorifying a character itself that is bad. No, that just means they're a good actor. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to, I guess, get that. into that later with yep. the good for her topic. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, you might be interested to see this. You want to look over here. Um, there has been stabilized AI footage that seems to prove that Bigfoot is, in fact, a man in a suit, in a bear suit. I what asked is, Wesley if he had seen this. He says he has. I think there are men in bear suits pretending to be Bigfoot. Th this is from the 19, the, the famous footage. that doesn't mean that there's not a Bigfoot. Yes. It says the mystery of Bo Bigfoot was captured. This is from the famous video. Everyone's seen that screenshot. From 1967. You know, here, let's, mm. let's watch it. Let's see if we can. Yeah, here we go. The music. AI is going gonna, gonna to get everything, man. Obviously, if you've seen the original, the original video is hilariously. I, I love. I love how anytime somebody's filming something that needs to be caught on film, they just suddenly become like the most. Yeah. Th their hands can't st sit still. They can't seem to keep any shot steady. Well, the truth is, the real Bigfoot knows how to avoid the cameras. Yeah. Well, that would make sense, right? What do you think that is? Do you think there's like some type? He has like some. He has Bigfoot. some. He has some type of sixth sense that senses when the camera's on. Maybe. Well, in this one, he's Maybe literally we looking can't understand. at yeah. the cameraman. Also, he's like, like you get the shot. You good? <laughs> Well, back then he didn't have like uh, you know like cameras weren't like they are now. They couldn't retake it. The they probably only had one shot to get. 
and they couldn't get more yeah, footage. Right, of it. right before I it's just, over, you hear cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if there is evidence we had realistic ape suits in the 1960s that too. for purchase. Well, wouldn't the ghillie Where suit would have find existed it? back then? That doesn't look like a ghillie no, suit. No, but I'm I've saying, but like, I'm saying, but the idea that somebody could have made it and didn't the guy. Uh, I <laughs> who feel is like this the guy dedicated to convincing everybody that. But I thought the guy who actually made this footage like admitted that it was a hoax. Oh. Like a long was there, time was ago. Was there like a documentary? Yeah. yeah, like the guy who who like, shot it. If I did it, <laughs> yeah. If I did it, here's how. And he's like, I got my 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 huge. And you um, know that in the '60s, that that camcorder was like this big. But and, if and he was like on his shoulder, maybe it was like it wasn't shaky because he wanted it to be. It was just so heavy he couldn't keep it up. <laughs> if Bigfoot struggling. were real, wouldn't he live in like a jungle? You would hope in like the Amazon, think? not in North America. I don't know. See, my my he's a, my he's the, like an upright ape. There's there's a great meme of like a guy who says like his favorite thing to do ever since trail cams were a thing was to put on an ape suit and go like linger around his neighbor his neighbor's trail cams to make it look like Bigfoot's just hanging out in the woods. <laughs> That's awesome. Like uh, I, I love the idea of like dad pranks. <laughs> if my dad been... saw that, he would lose his mind. Would he? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, he's got trail cams. He would be so excited. I I'd be getting calls all day. Yeah, he'd be like taking screenshots and sending yeah. to you, like, "Look at Bigfoot is hanging out in my yard." He that would is be awesome. so proud. See, it, it actually the funny thing that reminded me of is like uh, things that look out of place. In the in the first Scream movie, there's a really funny scene where like. The guy, like Ghostface, is in the woods where you would like he would never look more out of place than the a guy one? in the first Scream movie. The like he's like there's a scene like they pan out and he's like you see him in the trees and like he's super noticeable in the trees. Yeah, like, that's he, not the right outfit no. to be disguised in the woods. That makes no. no sense whatsoever. It doesn't make any sense at all. So, all right. Uh, is there and, is there a movie like a slasher film with Bigfoot yet? I don't know. Uh, oh, I'm sure there is. There, there's probably something like that. See what I want. You know what I, I want. I thought he was make? supposed to be a peaceful animal. Yeah, but it'd be a fiction, obviously, because he's peaceful. He'd have to be on cocaine. You know, cocaine yeah, Bigfoot. He would be a uh, cocaine. You foot. might be onto something. Yeah. Cokefoot. <laughs> I, I like it. You know, you know what I would like to see them make is a horror movie about uh, a killer pizza delivery guy who whenever he gets like a bad tip, he just slashes your throat with like a pizza cutter. We Nobody watched... ever uses the pizza cutter as a weapon. No, in, we in a watched movie. a movie recently. I think it's called House of the Devil. Okay. I could be wrong. It's an older one. But um, there is a pizza guy, but he's not actually a pizza guy. He pretends to be the pizza guy. Oh, it's even worse. Yeah, but I, I like that idea. You gotta use the pizza cutter. I've just Are I've they never that seen sharp? that. I mean, they can be if you if you make it. You just get them right across the throat there. Like somebody if needs to make If it's a horror that movie. film, anything can happen. Yeah, yeah, they need to do that. Like they show him like sharpening it like really clumsily because it doesn't really sharpen easy. He's got to like twist it and yeah. and turn it like that. I'm down for that one. He's got to wear like the uh, all red like a Papa John's uniform and it's like stained with a, a deeper tone of red. For the blood, blood. yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not even red. It's like a white shirt that's now stained red from all the blood. Have you ever thought about writing a screenplay, Brett? Uh, no, no, no. I now not. might be the time. Uh, I uh, we should do that. Well, yes, I I am in fact a writer now. Anyways, so, yes, yes, he's an author. Even. Yes, that's what they call me. Uh, <laughs> also, guys, there is a trailer for for Barbie. Uh, I don't want to play it because it's got a Beach Boys song. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get Beach a, Boys is a good choice. Yeah, but I don't want to get a copyright strike. Can we, can we mute it? Uh, I mean, we could watch the. I guess we could watch it without the audio. Do, do you want to just risk it? I, I don't want to. I don't want to get. We can just play the first fifteen yeah. seconds that don't have the song in it. All right, here we go. 
Barbie Land. Does that type of heel have a name? A high heel? Maribu. No, <laughs> Hi, Barbie! Sorry. Hi, Ken! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Ken! Hi, Ken. See, Simu Lu ruins everything. He really does. Does he? I, and then at the end of the trailer, Michael Sarah is just kind of standing there. Like, he doesn't have any lines. And Michael Sarah probably doesn't help much either. But uh, to, uh, I will say that there's something I like about it. I do like the color palette, and I like the color grading of it. It's very on point. It's very Mattel. When there are so many, like, dull, gray, boring-looking yeah. movies and TV shows now where everything's dark and there are no vibrant colors. Shimmy Shelley's right. Those are called kitten heels. Kitten yes. heels. Kitten heels. I, I quite like Margot yeah. Robbie, too. I feel like if anyone can make a movie interesting, it's her. Yep, I'm, I'm a fan of Margot. She's, uh, she's what you would call the classic Hollywood beauty structure, mm -hmm. right? She's, Definitely. Uh, she very much has. I've, I've been watching um, Mortal Kombat Conquest, and there's, like Jamie Presley has like a three-episode arc, and it's really funny because they, the, they basically look kind of the same. Like the hairstyles were different at that time. There was, uh, it was, uh, they were more focused on straighter hair. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back then, but it's, uh, it's very funny. Do you think that Barbie is going to be a girls rule, boys drool type of... I don't know. Feminist... Uh, there is Movie. kind of because the... the the poster says Barbie is everything, Ken is just Ken or whatever. I, I don't will know what say it said. if they made that, I won't begrudge them for doing that. It's not like I want male. I, I'm not gung ho. No, Ken for should have gotten more focus yeah. in the Barbie movie. I don't care how much focus Ken gets in the Barbie movie. This is a this is the perfect example of us trying to lead by example when people say like uh, it's not necessarily everything needs to be like the uh, the hill to die on. Like it's not the end of the world if they make Barbie a feminist movie. I don't care. If there's any movie that should be like girl power, it's Barbie. Yeah. I guess. Is, yeah. It, is it marketed but towards why kids or just no? No, anyone? it's it's Greta Gerwig. It's so it's, it seems okay. like it's more like women. Um, there's another part the of the trailer where they're at her um, her dream house, and Ken <laughs> is like, "I think we should spend the night together because we're boyfriend girlfriend." And she's like, "Oh, to do what?" And he's like. Honestly, I'm not sure. <laughs> so it's like it makes references like that, but uh, okay. High, high voltage kids. 75 says, "Come on, Barbie, let's go party." They vowed not to use that song in the movie. Well, they weren't allowed to, right? They weren't given the right. I don't think they wanted to use it. I think they find that that song to be distinctly um, anti-feminist now because really? that song is. Uh, uh, well, the Ava Max. Are they going to use the Ava they, Max oh, song? I, I'm on a one-man jihad against not, that Ava Max song. She called it Not Your Barbie Girl. Yeah, and it's like... And all the lyrics it takes, are like... It takes all the fun and frivolousness of the <laughs> 90s and uh, and just pisses on it. Sorry. Sorry for it's, the language. It does. It does. Like It's like, oh, you remember that, that 
kind of innocent song from when you were a kid. I mean, you wouldn't have been. Uh, it's it's more my childhood. What the, is it Aqua? Aqua, Barbie oh, Girl. I remember that song. Okay, so it yeah. takes that and turns it into like a lame uh, girl boss feminist anthem that's really, and somehow becomes about bodily autonomy. You can't touch me as, there. As if like anyone was saying back then that a guy should just be allowed to touch you even if you don't want him to. That's, Nobody was that, saying that. It was that. literally Barbie like saying in affirmative consent to Yes. You can't. Like, it was literally... Dude, I, I don't know how anyone could frame that song as misogynistic. I got very upset when I when I heard that. Like the, the I found I found recently that it's actually like songs with bat with annoying lyrics that end up pissing me off more than movies and television these days. I have no idea why. Well, they'll get yeah. stuck in your head easier. That that is true. And on That's TikTok. True. Yeah. Yep. And then you got to deal with the regular version, the sped up version, the slowed down version, the dubstep remix, the grind set, re the grindcore remix, all the damn, the nightcore remix, all the remixes of all the songs. What do you guys think of the trend of speeding up songs really fast? I like nightcore more than uh, lo-fi if we're comparing the two. Um, I mean, I grew up, I, I would prefer the slowed down version, but that's just because, um... I think it's because you're a liberal. That, is that why? <laughs> because I'm a liberal? Yeah. And Nightcore, like, was it, you said you said Nightcore is conservative and... Nightcore and... is <laughs> inherently right-wing. <laughs> I don't... I, I Lo-fi is, is inherently more, like, liberal. Dude. I, I usually don't like it. You know that one song, Sure Thing? Mm. I like that one sped up. I don't. There's a couple of them that are that are okay. I mean, it's really just done for TikTok. It's, yeah, it's done so people can make. But now they're on Spotify. Yeah. They're getting streamed on Spotify as the different version. Yeah, mm. the, and then like a lot of them, uh, and it's literally just called like this song sped up. They don't even have like a title yeah. for like that type of. It's literally just called being sped. Why up. don't we just call it nightcore? Like we know what it is. Yeah. Don't be ashamed that it's nightcore. Nightcore has better uh, artwork, anyways. It's just like anime girls yeah. in and weird furry, costumes. And, and, yeah, yeah, and furry shit. Furry like. shit. Um, and, and now that means you release a single three times over, and I... It's like editing a book, Mary. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like making a censored version of a book and then releasing the regular version, too. It's all late-stage yeah. capitalism. Then the BTS army got into this whole argument with the Spotify uh, like corporation yep. over this because... One of the BTS members like didn't get as many streams or like didn't get the same charting as he would have if they hadn't like if they they didn't combine the the separate releases of the singles right so he didn't chart right and they were like this is because you're racist and I remember that I forgot like that like even in a world where most of those claims are a stretch that was like the biggest stretch or I'd seen not in a long even time. just racist they think that Spotify just specifically has it out for BTS BTS yeah. members and it's like why like why would they well to be honest the last thing you want to do is is piss off BTS fans. Why would Spotify as a company have any problem with one of their highest performing yeah. draw like artists? Why would they specifically it target them? It doesn't actually make any sense at all. Uh, somebody says, is, is Ace of Base night, uh, Nightcore? Listen, everyone should be listening to Ace of Base right now after this show. Go listen to Cruel Summer or I Saw the Sign. Cruel Don't Summer is around. a good song. Yeah. I remember that from Karate Kid. Was it was it the was it a rap the rap version of it? I remember that somebody made a really crap what? rap like a rap uh no, like where I've they rap that. over that song. I only know Bad. the original. Don't turn around is good too. 
All right, and we do have cringe of the day today, Mary. We do. Uh, we do. And it is, uh, Taylor, you'll be able to see it on that screen over there. This is from a Taylor Swift concert. Here we go. I'm turning that down, and I, I, that guy is just. Uh, what, what am I watching? I just. It's just not the type of. Like, it's not the time or place. To be fair, like, the fatherlessness <laughs> behavior isn't really in play. I mean, Taylor uh, Swift, is, the only people that can afford Taylor Swift concerts likely have a father, I'm just saying. Who's paying for the tickets? Yeah, who the hell is paying for your did tickets I, if you I don't have a dad? Did I just witness some like grinding? Yeah. at a Taylor Swift concert. Yep. Oh. Yep. And like intensely, and in front of like old middle-aged moms and like probably children as well. It's like that. There was like the during 2020 or 2021, there was like people having sex at baseball games. They in, were like, the top. Yeah, like uh, at least what? I remember two instances showing up on TMZ where like they're like couple has sex at baseball game and gets kicked out. That's not cool. Yeah. It was like, it was cool in fast times at Ridgemont High where they did it in the dugout, but it's, it's not cool to do it at the actual game. It's a different time. It's like fast times, it's like the eighties. Oh, also, uh, my favorite part is also how distracted he is. He's really not paying all that much attention. He's to, there for Taylor. He's really there not for Taylor. For her. Well, it's just like, why is she? This is. It's. They're also just doing it in a really awkward robotic way it, it looks I, like she's got an itch yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know there's there's this great can lady. you get that i can't reach that yeah no. there's an amazing <laughs> lady who does this uh she does like uh if if everything was narrated like a taylor swift concert and she's like i'm going to the mall and she just she yeah she's always yeah. <laughs> throwing her microphone up in the air isn't she and, and pulling it back so this lady like she narrates her whole day with like a with like a, a like a comb or a, a brush <laughs> and like and does the the taylor swift she's arm like... thing yeah <laughs> constantly she uh, does do that a lot doesn't she hides the lip syncing but uh, I don't think Taylor Swift concerts are kid friendly anymore. <laughs> anyway, I've seen she she's kind of gotten a little bit raunchy with the dances, the choreography. Well, she's a, she's the kids have aged out of her shows, right? I mean, the, are kids really going? I don't to her know. Shows? I saw this video of Selena Gomez's little sister, who's like nine years old, go up to the stage. She got to go up to the stage because she's Selena Gomez's little sister. But yeah. she went up to the stage and she's like definitely third grade fourth grade age looking yep. and gave taylor a friendship bracelet yeah. um Aww. in I mean, exchange that seems, for her hat that seems almost there are kids like that a... still listen to taylor swift but right. i don't know I don't, I don't think it's appropriate anymore all right guys <laughs> we're moving on and we are going to get started so harry potter is going to be adapted into a television series on hbo max they're looking to make this seven seasons long with each season being one of the books. One thing that I find is really interesting about this is they might actually be able to do it without aging out the kids too fast now. Like one of the hardest part about making oh. the movies is right, is like they suddenly hit puberty and then you're in a race against the clock to get the, the movies movie, done. The third movie, their voices are just cracking like Hi, this. Like... It's, it's nice to meet you, Ron. Yeah, they're all, their voices are all over the place. So it, it will be interesting to see that, first of all. The second thing is, this is my take on this. There's literally no one that has made a property that's got more landmines around it right now than just about anything J.K. Rowling does. And it better be worth the money. You better get your return on investment, those, at least as much as Hogwarts Legacy is getting. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. The, the, all of the controversy that followed Hogwarts Legacy goes away once you start playing the game. If you're watching the shows, those controversies will follow it the whole way through. 
Like, once you've purchased the game, you've purchased the game. The game right? releases one time. And the then, show releases exactly. constantly for seven years, supposedly, or more. Exactly. If, so, they're, if they're taking, like, I don't know why they always do this, but they take, like, two years to renew seasons these days yeah. or longer sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, so, sometimes they get renewed right away after. It depends on the numbers. It was a lot easier to know how to do that back when it was on television because you had very clear statistics that everyone could look at from uh, from Nielsen that could tell you whether it was worth renewing a show or not. Mm-hmm. Now that's not really the case. So th- this is the thing. It's <laughs> the, gonna suck. It's a landmine all the way around. L- Rowling will have to be involved because of how much power she has over the franchises. She will not be allowed to be the showrunner and I actually think that that's the right thing to do because she does not know she how no to... Experience. She's not a director. She's not a script writer. She's proven that over and over again. She's a fine writer. Fine. You are not a scriptwriter that is not the same thing. Uh, she's already done all the damage by changing all the characters and like, oh, this character, now Dumbledore's gay. Now Hermione was uh, uh, suddenly black. She's mm-hmm. already set herself up for failure with the casting, which will th- which is now going to be an extremely emotionally charged process. And I predicted a long time ago that most of the people that whenever, uh, whenever a, a Gen Xer or a older millennial would get mad when they would race swap a character and the young millennials and younger would say, oh, why do you care so much why does it bother you so much this is when they will finally understand why it bothers so many people right because uh if they end up hiring jonathan majors to play harry potter oh come on that'd be funny right uh jonathan majors can play adult (laughs) after his me too though yeah yeah so like uh they will have trouble pleasing anyone in the in the course of making something like this and rowling's not going to stop tweeting Imagine if the original cast were willing to come back and we just don't acknowledge that they're adults. That yeah, like they were supposed like like everyone wanted them to do with uh they wanted to make a new Home Alone with uh, Macaulay Culkin but she just never we acknowledged just the acknowledge. fact that he's like in his 40s rather than 9 years old. We pretend mo- not to see movie. it. Or no, it would be even funnier if they de-aged them. Oh, oh, but that would be creepy. That would be like super de just make the whole thing AI. Yeah. Like, now. Just, uh, just like actually bring the book character On to life. Danny Valley. Um, R- like Rowling won't be the showrunner, but she will be involved. In fact, they mention it here. They say Rowling will be involved in the Harry Potter remake for HBO so she can ensure it remains loyal to her original material. Well, what original material? The books, all of the revisions you made after the books already came out. Fantastic all of the, Beasts. All of the Fantastic Beasts, all that stuff. Uh, and here's the thing. Now people are very mad, and there is no group of people in the world that is more confused and angry than people who, like, love Harry Potter but hate J.K. Rowling to the point where I actually kind of feel bad for them. No. Like, they, they've got this, like, Don't deep attachment to something but then can't, uh, they, they can't, like, reconcile what the their love for this franchise meant as, their, uh, as, they, as it was when they were children to what they have now been told by the media J.K. Rowling represents. I've got some tweets here. I've actually got several pages of tweets here from people. The first is from the Screen Rant article. So uh, this one says, uh, this is from somebody who says, it's very important to separate the art from the artist when it comes to the Harry Potter franchises. Yes, J.K. Rowling is perhaps the most evil children's book author alive. But we can't forget the idea of Harry Potter HBO TV series also absolutely sucks. I know that there are more evil children's book authors. Yeah. Yeah. For a fact, can you think they can explain why they think she's so evil? No, I, I mean I think they can. They can spout you like what the headlines would say, but they wouldn't be able yeah. to point you to actual tweets or anything. The other thing that's funny about this to me 
is like, where do you draw the line? Like, okay, J.K. Rowling's a bad person. Let, let's, let's work under the assumption that they're correct and J.K. Rowling is a bad person, right? Okay, she's a bad person. We get rid of her. What about shareholders who make money off this? What about the printer? Is there a guy who works for the printing agency that's a bad guy? Was the editor of the book a good guy? Like, how many background checks are you going to do in the entire process of getting this made and getting all of the people who make royalties? It's not like she's the only one who gets residuals off stuff like this. There are plenty of people in the production line that will end up making money off all of these things. Are you going to run a purity test on each and every one of them, or do you only run the purity test on J.K. Rowling? These people don't live in the adult world, and they don't really think about the fact that other people are involved. Yeah. They think that just like the uh, food they buy from the store suddenly appears on the shelf, and that is where it originated. Yeah. Also, when a TV series comes out, it just it just shows up. in. They put it in the TV box, and then you just click the button, and, and that's how it shows up. It's there are no the... people involved in the development of it. It doesn't have consequences that ripple out at butterfly effect for literally thousands of people, millions of people. It's one of the reasons I'm actually more lenient. I, I'm so lenient on a lot of medias. Like I, like, you know, like once you've gone through that process, how much work goes into getting stuff like this made. And the fact that good stuff gets made at all, given all of the restrictions on Hollywood, both financial and social, given how they seem to self-segregate themselves and imply and impart all of these rules on themselves. I'm actually amazed anything good gets me. Like the fact that the Reacher, the show Reacher turned out as good as it did is literally a minor miracle. And we will talk about that a little bit more in Rings yeah. of Power. Uh, there's some more tweets here. So this lady says, a few years ago, there would, this would have been a dream. Now it's a slap in the face. JKR has destroyed everything that was special about Harry Potter. And there's no universe in which I will support anything that gives a literal villain like her money or recognition. It's ironic that JK Rowling kind of created the world that these people now live in mm -hmm. like she created their imagination of the world that there are villains and heroes and the 100% like trodden on oppressed and yeah. then the 100% evil people and everyone's a Voldemort well to them. the problem and, is, like, yeah. is outside of that JK Rowling also understands reality yeah and it's a funny thing because they like uh, a lot the of the, to them, I mean. a lot of the articles point out they're like J.K. Rowling's come under fire for her political positions. Like her one position, like she agrees with you on literally everything else. She is a, a, a feminist, a feminist to the core in every other way, and she has now been outcast. Uh, you know, outcast about one tiny issue in a whole realm of issues. Yeah. Everything else she talks about is generic. Feminism. If I mm -hmm. thought that her feminism was something she does performatively, then mm -hmm. I would be like, okay, well, your your brothers in arms like turning on you is kind of well deserved because yeah. you're hypocritically pushing this ideology. But I do actually think that this is uh, an ideology she genuinely subscribes to, yeah. and I don't support it with her. Yeah. But like, I can see that she's at least genuine in, in believing in it. Um, I've actually got some funnier tweets here that they get worse. They get worse. They get worse. Okay. Oh. Uh, Harry Potter was the 9/11 of literature, and we need to put a stop to J.K. Rowling and her devious activities that causes that could be satire. I don't know. I hope that's satire. But I'm not. I'm not 110 percent sure. Uh, if it's not, good for him. I like, mean, or if, if it is good for him, it's not like 
in the pantheon, I, yeah. what I would call the like the pantheon of like the greatest literature in history, but it's not. <laughs> I wouldn't call it the nine eleven of. Did, did you guys ever hear, um, there was an article last year by a journalist, E.J. Rosetta, I believe it's Rosetta, okay. and she was assigned the job of writing an article like 20 worst things that J.K. Rowling's ever said, and then she came out with a different article where she said, I investigated all this and I couldn't find anything that's that bad and that I didn't agree with. And since then, I think she was let go from that journalist position, and she's kind of joined the Twitter turf squad and she's been speaking up about things and she's a lesbian also so she's talked about like lesbian spaces being invaded but um it, it was interesting because i think if more people would look into what she has said her tweets that are yeah. considered the so controversial tweets. rather than just headlines that are made mm -hmm. to be shocking and upsetting then they might realize that they have more in common with her than they think and that she's not so bad but it also doesn't even matter not to in them, relation to like yeah. your ability to enjoy entertainment True. like it, it, it you don't matter. need to even read the tweets or care or engage with this at all like if you like someone's art yeah. you can like someone's art um like i i'm not a feminist by any means but i definitely agree with her on some things but that doesn't matter to me when it comes to watching a movie right there's i mean most of what i talk or what of the movies we watch uh a lot of the people involved in them say things that I disagree with mm -hmm. or or don't All the see time. eye to eye to eye. I think that's just something if you if you live uh, on the proverbial other side of the aisle, you get a lot more comfortable with than people who have their reality, you know, their uh, their world uh, kind of shown back to them every single day uh, mm -hmm. and affirmed as as now seems to be the popular term in culture. They have their view of reality reaffirmed to them each and every day by all the people around them. There was yeah. actually somebody who made an interesting comment on my on the article I wrote about Holly, about Hollywood and the the role in which distractions like the Hollywood celebrities and influencers play as distractions. And he said this is echo chamber BS and I said mm -hmm. I I'd actually say that most of the people I work with where you would consider this the echo chamber actually think that I'm more lenient on these people than most of them are. So I don't actually agree with that. I don't think that I'm in an echo chamber with that. I think I actually have more of a, a centrist take on a lot of this than a lot of the people that I work mm -hmm. with. I think when people find themselves in echo chambers, more often than not, it's on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. And, like I've said this oh, before. See I, see, I don't know about that. Like, because you know, a lot of people will be in friend groups where you, it's just better to not, like, you just, they won't speak their mind. So it becomes an echo chamber because people don't want to have those difficult discussions in, mm -hmm. in person. So it's like a lot of friend groups, you know, if you're a generically liberal person, you're never going to have those hard discussions with someone. And J.K. Rowling might actually be an interesting one to, to like, introduce into, like, uh, deviously introduce into your friend group. Everyone, everyone's had, like, one and a half beers, and you're like, so. How about that J.K. Rowling stuff, huh? And just see what they all say. I mean, as I'm thinking about female friend groups right now, if there's one girl in a friend group of, like, echo chamber uh, liberal feminists, her views that differ from the rest essentially don't exist. Yeah. Like, if a view... Like, it, it, if we're talking, like, the average uh, millennial girl, like, if some viewpoint pops into her head that differs from the group think it is discarded so quickly that it it might as well not exist it's just incinerated and just thrown into the shredder that is inside her brain so it it just it doesn't even she can't recall it it's like it never happened yep. so mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter but 
I mean, I am going back to the idea of like a Harry Potter TV series. I am opposed to it for entirely different reasons than anything having to do with J.K. Rowling, her character, her ideology, anything. I just think we're going in circles here. We need something new. And millennials are the ones who care about Harry Potter. Zoomers, for the most part, from what I can tell, are not as into it. They want something that can be their own. Why do millennials get to have this? Mm -hmm. But there's nothing new that the next generation can care about. Or even like kids younger than that. Dogman? The the Dogman series, those are that's Raina Telgemeier, right? Like those are those are popular amongst kids, uh, young kids. So maybe that will end up being made. Into, maybe like, like not to the same scale no. though. We've but had I just Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah, I'm like just tired of like rehashing everything over and over and over. And they're talking about John Wick Five now. Um, I saw John Wick Four yesterday, and um, I I should have seen it earlier. I liked it. Um, and I think that that, I was surprised actually, cause I, um, don't usually like action movies that come out nowadays, but it's how an action movie is supposed to be in my opinion. And it's like an actual miracle that they can reach the fourth movie of any franchise and it yeah. not be dog shit. Like even a second movie, anything, it's, even the first. The, um, they, I usually tune out after a sequel. Yeah. Well, what they've done with those movies is they've, uh, the stories become more convoluted but less important, and it's just, it leans heavier into the action, and the story's just kind of like, the coins, how much is one coin worth? Nobody really knows. But the at con- the very like, least, the the action is choreographed thoughtfully yeah, and that's and that's in what other action this, movies i can't say it is that's why that series became as popular as it was uh wide sweeping shots not endless cutting that disorients you and takes you out of the environment uh long long takes from camera work or very well hidden cuts uh in the camera work chad stahelski's done fantastic works on the series also Another thing that they point out is that um, it says, 10 years ago, this is what I would have wanted. Now producing this, uh, we'll put money in J.K. Rowling's pockets. Daniel Radcliffe was an excellent Harry Potter and is a true LGBTQIA plus ally. Radcliffe is a whack job yes. ideologue. Yeah. Really badly. Like, I think he's being held has- hostage by the Trevor Project. Yeah, it says uh, and- he promotes gender <laughs> transitions for children, saying, We can trust children, oh, no. kids, to tell us who they really are. Did you see the thing recently where, like, in Like, New what York- does it even have to do with you? Yeah. They can't choose their bedtime, but they can choose their gender. But right? they all, but there are also, there's those articles that are coming out in New York and California where they want to, like, re- raise the age uh, to, like, 25 before they'll even consider charging you as an adult because your brain's not fully developed until you're 25 so they're like you couldn't possibly have been responsible for your own actions good times Uh, there are a lot of inconsistencies and contradictions there so harry potter look uh my take on it is this is a one of those situations where it sounds fantastic on paper We've got a whole, we've got seven whole seasons, which means uh, we've got a full season to flesh out a book rather than the two and a half hour movie. We've got all of this time. We can adapt it much more accurately. And all of that sounds fantastic on paper, but it's infinitely harder to do once you actually try pulling it off in the, in the actual yeah, well, medium. I wouldn't envy the kid who has to play Harry Potter second, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, who's That's not being- great. 
or whoever has to play Hermione Granger, like any of these characters that are well known, well liked, you're not you're going to be torn apart yeah. by whoever watches it. That's just a fact. And that's why we shouldn't make everything five times over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, did you did you guys see that they like I mentioned before, they are making live action Moana and I was like, didn't Moana why? just come out like it a was couple in, of years it ago? It was in 2016. 2016. Yeah. Uh, and The Rock is going to be involved in this. Uh, the Rock will be involved. It's like it's the same thing like making a biopic while somebody the subject of it is still alive. I can't look, let it, let it be like put to rest for a while. Let it have its own moment of like impact or relevance in the culture before you start siphoning more and more. Or just make a sequel if they if they have if they want it. to keep telling the Moana story. Well, just I'm sure they're a, doing that part too. The, they're, they're doing the sequel and the. The live action adaptation and the prequel and yeah. the reboot and the spinoff, the spinoff of the side character. And they're just wondering, like, why is Disney Plus bleeding all of this money? It's funny, too, because people used to like that. That, is, that used to be the dream of every geek out there was like, I would love like, here's this great side character. I would love to see a, a story about this great side character. Because That's back what fan then, fiction is for, though. Because back know? then, the side characters actually were interesting. Mm-hmm. Now they're not really all that interesting. The only now one it's like make can... a movie about Olaf from Frozen. Yeah. That won't go great. Uh, and yes, Grant in the in the chat says, "Is Lin Manuel Miranda doing the score?" I think he, they actually said yes. He will be involved. Uh, oh no, I'm Morning. sorry. Lin Manuel Miranda did an original song for the Little Mermaid. I apologize. Oh. I, I think the reoccurring theme of the day is that there's a lack of original content being made. Uh, no, here's the thing. I think there's plenty of original content. It's just that that stuff never gets promoted in the same way that this stuff does. Like, Correct. all that stuff gets made. I'm actually um, kind of excited about Citadel. We'll talk about that a little bit more um, in the next in the next segment. But there, like, there's stuff that I'm fairly excited uh, or, or don't have a problem with. But I think also a lot of that money goes to, to crime, uh, crime documentaries, to true crime documentaries, and Dahmer. And uh, Dahmer is okay. It's getting a second season, but it's not Dahmer. Dahmerer. It's remember how it was called like. <laughs> and then the third season is gonna be Dahmerest. Dahmerest. But the wasn't it like monster? Yeah. Colon Dahmer. Dahmer. Uh, the Dahmer story. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer colon like it was just it like was a horribly mess. named. But it's like it's titled that so that the next season can be made about a different person. So it's going to be John Wayne Gacy. Okay. Next. Well, I mean, that's, that's no different than like who they did. uh, The people versus OJ Simpson and law and order did their own true crime. That's just a big thing now that people want to see these stories. Dahmer, the Dahmerer story. (laughs) Two, two, two Jeffrey, two Dahmer. (laughs) I uh, I do love crime documentaries. See, you're, you're a girl. I liked the Dahmer series. You're you're a girl. I watched that in like two days. Yeah. Uh, I, I think women are predisposed to loving true crime, and then they go out to parking lots and like, don't look at me. No, I'm I'm learning what not to do. And then guys, uh, and then uh, oh yes. In well, the it's chat. about psychoanalysis. That's that why too. women like true crime. I think. Which is why they then go out to parking lots, and men thirty feet away say hello, miss, and they go, oh my god, get away from me. I was still on the fence about that video. I don't think she should have made the video, and I she was flip flopping her story a lot. Yeah. But, oh, the Twitter yeah, yeah. viral. But video. the essential okay. point is that play it safe when your you should, kids yeah, in the car play it safe. I, I actually listened to a couple of explanations the other night that made me feel bad about like making fun of her I'm like yeah I guess she's got her kid in the car but at the same time 30 feet is far away and you could have said it once and then that better but not a gun be... is only 30 feet away that yeah. can kill you 
Uh, but the, the idea was also, yeah. And then also, like, that better not have been the same parking lot. You better not have screamed <laughs> that dude down and then sat in the same parking lot. And no, she, that like, video. went to the Dunkin' Donuts, the next shopping center down. Can you imagine? He's, like, outside the car, like, are you... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are right. What's going She's on? She's like recording She's this recording. TikTok. Well, that's, and that's the thing, <laughs> right? For, for like... Uh, to me, I feel bad for the guy who's like, if he if he doesn't have you know ill intention towards her, he just get now people are walking by. It's not like, even about the intention though, because it's like you need to understand what's socially appropriate. I was in my car one time in a parking space, like minding my business, and this guy like gestures for me to open my window or like knocks on it briefly or something, yeah. and I like opened it like this much, like that a crack, sense, yeah. and I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like. Um, he was like, why are you being so rude? Immediately, he didn't even ask yeah, me like any normal rude. question. You're he was like, why are, you, why are you being so rude? And I was like, because you're a random man that just walked up to my car? Really? And I'm just willing to danger. say those things, you know? And he was like, um, I don't know why you gotta be so rude, though. And I was like, what did you want? What do you want? And he was like, well, you know, I was just gonna ask what time it was. And I was like, funnier if you asked. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, People I don't know. I don't know what time it is. Go away. <laughs> Somebody says Dom and Dahmer. Dom oh, and Dahmer. Gosh. No, there, there's definitely creeps out there, but I don't think that all men walking in a parking lot should be labeled as such. No. 30 feet is just, and then to continue yelling at the guy and the guy's just like, and then I'm just imagining the people walking by who now are looking at this guy as if he's some type of... What if he was like, ma'am, your car's leaking a fluid? Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. people people were not happy. So there were, there were many tweets about this. This one says Moana came out like last week. <laughs> It literally did. Or my like sense of time passing is completely warped. Why are you remaking something that's not even ten years old? Like you guys, like literally, Trump was elected when this came out. Like it, he's yeah. not even in jail yet, and you're already remaking Moana. Uh, it says, "Why though? Isn't it too early? Moana hasn't even been around for ten years yet." The problem is, I mean, I don't care how long it's been. If something came out in the '50s and you're trying to adapt it now, I still think that's a cheap trick to bring in a new audience to something that's just not a high quality piece of entertainment you're lazy yeah it's a lazy move no matter how long it's been since the original came out mm -hmm. it's sad there uh, have definitely been times though that i'm watching a movie though and thinking man with what they have to create film today this would be awesome to make a remake see, like we, we were just watching phantasm which is one of my favorite or old horror films and i thought they should make that but like they'll focus too much new. on the effects and not enough on the story though when they remake it well the story's crap anyway like <laughs> i want the effects i want better gore sure? yeah casper i love the original casper though it doesn't need to be remade but if the effects you're saying are inadequate and the story sucks then why do you like it, it? oh it's awesome it's uh it, you just have to it watch will not it. recapture okay. the magic in fact if anything the modernity of it all will end up right. sour dream it's crusher it's got, it's got the coolest villain ever yeah. and then the heroes like uh ice cream man 
It's it's like watching Power Rangers and wanting the Zords to be better. I don't want the Zords to be better. I want it to look like action figures on a on a playset. I don't that want I it to be, be to be better. I want it to stay the way it is. Yeah. Uh, this person says it's pretty depressing that the animation is literally the reason Disney even exists. Yet they contribute to its disrespect at every given opportunity. It is uh, Bob Iger's like, I'm back in charge. It's time to just remake everything and to eventually yeah. we'll be left with nothing. They they'll probably won't do Tarzan. They'll probably mm. leave Tarzan alone. I, I think they will be. Who would play him? Jason Momoa. Maybe. I mean, that kind of, well, he, he, he looks he, it. He played Conan, right? He, or did oh. he already play Tarzan? Chat, let me know. Did he play Tarzan mm -hmm. in something already? I could be, I could be misremembering that. Uh, somebody might know, but he, he's already played some. The live some chat's of, better than Google. Yes, sometimes. they are. Uh, look, and, and the other thing is like The Rock is in like, uh, may, maybe they want to get The Rock while he's still young enough to play the, the character from Moana again. Because he's like. Because if you don't, no, because if you don't get someone who is ethnically Samoan, they're going to find you and witch hunt you. Yes. With pitchforks and torches. Well, I mean, but he like, played the character in the, in the anime. I, I know that, too. but it's like, once again. The lack of creativity is shocking. I mean, even if it's a voice actor, they'll have their pitchforks out if they're not Samoan. So yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just tired of everyone being so easily Somebody offended. Somebody says that's Aquaman, my guy. I'm obviously not talking about what? Aquaman. I'm, I'm obviously <laughs> not the same not, role. I'm not talking. He played Conan or something like that. I, now guy. I have to look it up. Sounds like Surge. That, yeah. That, like, is that Surge in the chat? Surge, is that you? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to look this up because I need to know. Oh, there's some Phantasm fans in the chat, too. There's There's a bunch of Phantasms. Yeah. They made, like, way too many sequels. But I'm talking, like, a, a new, remade, original Phantasm. Are there any horror movies you're looking he, okay, he played to? Okay, he played Conan the Barbarian um, in 2011. I knew, he was, I knew it was one of those. Roles. I haven't been paying attention to what's coming out. There's Okay, we were just mentioning that this preview we saw for Evil Dead. Is it Evil Dead oh, Rising? Yeah. Or is it Rises? Rises. We were talking Rises. about going to see that. Yeah, it just seems corny to me, though. Well, like, the original Evil Dead is my favorite. I didn't hate the remake, but I'm interested in seeing it. I think it'd be worth checking out. Oh, they yeah. said gender swap Tarzan. Let's go! Maybe we can have a female Conan the Barbarian. Oh. Tarzina. Tarzina. I remember. Tarzana. Um, I wanted to see Tarzana, Renfield, too, but that's not a horror movie. That's just, like, I don't know. It's Are you excited for the new Evil Dead? I don't know if I'm even going to. No, you want to see the one, the Pope's... Yeah, the Pope's Exorcist oh, seems to take itself more seriously. That, um trailer as well. I don't know. Um, I feel like there's a lot of exorcism movies now. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. this too. Like, why are people so obsessed with this genre specifically? Yeah. You think it's because it's agnostics who find the... I don't know how to articulate it, but no. it's got something to do with the declining religiosity, I think, of our society. Yeah. Which you um, think would make them less interested in less making curious that type of movie, like right? That. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, like a, that, that's a very specific, supernatural-esque subsect of the of religion right like it's it's not like like i'm saying like the idea of extra of of exorcism of exercising the body of a demon is very very different than just being in, interested in religion inherently in religion like in as yeah. a general yeah as a general set thing. of 
I, I think they're 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 or... less interested in the religious aspect of it and more interested in the demon aspect of yeah. it. How the demon connects to the religion, they could take or leave. Like you could take that part out. You could take the religion part out of there and make it uh, any like you could make it a demon of any religion, and I think it would still interest those same people the same. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I they're I more interested. I don't in, see movies that focus on like. I don't know, like demons in an Islamic culture. No, then like they will the never jinn. make that movie. They will, the, uh, they will never make that movie. Yeah, Hollywood is still uh, is still paying back its debt for all of the um, t- terrorist movies they made after nine eleven for the next twenty years. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so funny watching going back and watching old Hollywood, uh, like everything post nine eleven. Just the rah rah. I love it. I love it. It's such propaganda. Like, and I, I don't buy any of it, but it's just, it was so, uh, Bud Light knew where its bread was buttered then, I tell ya. Where its bread was buttered. <laughs> I tell ya, they did. So, all right, guys, we got some super chats there, Mary. Yes. Regatan said, tell Tim and all to play Resident Evil 4 Remake. Does Tim have the time to play the Resident Evil 4 Remake? We'll march right downstairs and Tim, tell our me. boss what to do for you. No problem. We got you. <laughs> X said... Uh, chicken plus diaper equals stink bug control. I don't even want to know what this means. I don't want any clue. I don't want whatever any... it means. We need some stink bug control. <laughs> uh, the, they've probably seen me this whole time, just like yeah. The other the other day, um, the other day there was a, a comment in the chat. It was one of my favorite ones we've ever gotten, where somebody goes, "Is there a drone in the room? What is Carter looking at?" <laughs> just wait till one lands. No, it's just on like Carter's just schizophrenic and looking at his hallucinations on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> there's one right there. There's Andrew, two right. No, there's three on the ceiling right now. Oh my god. Well, it's okay. We've got the pest control coming. Yep. Andrew Jacobs said, "Nice to see two out of three smart women who are also hot conversing." Happy Wednesday, Brett. Well, uh, we'll get. We're getting You're, right on that podcast. Yeah, they're uh, pushing for what, a show. hot women talking. Have you heard about is what this? he calls it. It's a fantastic name. No, I like the idea of a show where the women here talk about news sure. or. Anything but issues. women's issues. But we're not gonna. We're not gonna call it women, hot talking. women talking. Yeah, I love the name yeah, "Hot Women Talking." It could be kind of funny. I I love the name "Hot Women Talking." I think that's what it should be. How called. about not women talking? And we just sit there <laughs> and silently and don't say anything. <laughs> that's an idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. Where too. We're just like it's a video of us just in the kitchen, like cooking and cleaning. We just do anything but talk. Yeah. T-Bone said, Taylor, did you decide to get Discord yet? Oh, yeah, I'm on Discord. Okay. I um, It's Taylor May Silverman on Discord, but I also go by Taybert Silverbert. But Bertman made some recent unsavory comments about hummus, so I'm thinking about leaving the cult. Oh, man, that's, yeah. that's too bad. Well, Why I mean, that, that? that proves it, but that, that shows that you don't have, like, an unwavering devotion to the cult no, leader. No. If something is... I have is an unwavering devotion to, to hummus. hummus. Wait, are you guys on Discord? I'm not. I Brett highly is. recommend it. I'm on the Discord. I, I, I haven't pop, seen you in there yet. I pop in and out. Uh, I also pop in and out. I haven't been on there a lot, but I'll try to join the chat on there. I was in the VIP chat the other night, so and sometimes I make an appearance in the Cast Castle chat. I never will, just because I don't know who... Who could be lurking, you know? Like, they can't, like, message you directly. You can just join, know, like, but... the general chats. Just weirds me out. X said, "Happy National Burrito Day." If it is Burrito Ooh. Day, if that's correct, I no, I'm hungry. I plan on I getting love one. burritos. I'm hungry. But there's also the best a bunch of food Mexican downstairs food. which we can't have because it got here five <sighs> minutes before we started the show. Thanks yeah. a lot, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Also, yeah. I ran a poll the <laughs> okay. other day. Um, I know this isn't the most authentic 
of Mexican food, but do you guys prefer Chipotle or Qdoba? I'm from Michigan, so I love mm. Qdoba. Are they the same Chipotle type of thing? Chipotle took the win. I've never been to Qdoba. They're very similar, but Qdoba's way better. <laughs> it's I've, like saying yeah. Panda Express or Lian Chins. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I've never been to that. What's the second one that you Lian just Chins? said? I've never even I've heard of that. I haven't been there either, but I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. mm, I, Chipotle makes me anxious because you have to like be fast when you order whatever you're ordering. Same with I Qdoba. Just, I have no idea what. I, I'm not that type of person. You know, I need an iPad where I can just safely like stare at it and, and wait yeah. for like five minutes before I know what I want. See, after a skate session, I'm just like, give me burritos now. <laughs> it's burrito Faster. time. No, I'm hungry. Well, today is the day. <laughs> uh, Archeon said, I wanted to give a big shout out to Mary. I love you on the whatever podcast. You were great. First 13 year old to go on a podcast like that ever. <laughs> Uh -huh. Ow. <laughs> Are you going back anytime soon? I mean, I would like to. I don't know if I will uh, anytime soon. You were a but crowd favorite. Yeah, I, I, I would like to. Let's hold off on the rest, and we will come back afterwards. All right. All right, guys. So we are going to continue. It's been a while since we've talked about this one. The Rings of Power is back in the news, and the news, unfortunately, is not good. Uh, of the audience uh, that spent four, they spent four hundred and fifty million dollars to make this show, and only thirty-seven percent of the viewers who started the show finished the show. Well, actually, I think according to the Wall Street Journal, Amazon spent seven hundred and fifteen million. If you put it all together, the rights and the production costs yeah. on just this first season. And we all know that it flopped and Amazon was coping about it, trying to hide the numbers. This is where you learn about how to lie with numbers and yeah. headlines, right? So we kept looking for information relating to the the, the, the viewing numbers as the weeks went on because they had these great viewing numbers for the first episode. Mm -hmm. But then for the next month, all you saw was rewritten articles about how great the numbers were and all of the numbers that they used for reference were the ones from those first two weeks. And look at all the critic reviews. Yes, they were so glowing. Good positive so maybe a lot of people tuned in check it out but didn't stick around yeah, well that's yeah that's yeah. what happened is people Bummer. tuned in out of curiosity mm -hmm. they're like oh i love lord of the rings i love peter jackson what the hell is this garbage like the, or the, they the, saw headlines that are anymore you know yeah. how much they spent on the show and they're wondering this is going to be something great right yeah and we're obviously disappointed they said that overseas they got 45 percent of the people the who watched the first episode to finish the season. It's just the people in New Zealand. Who Maybe, just... <laughs> yeah. And then they said even a 50% completion rate wouldn't be considered exceptional nope. if it had gotten there, but they were not even close. But there was articles long before the show came out where executives, Taylor, basically said, it, it has to do well. Mm -hmm. So we will make it, like, I don't care if it does well, it has yeah. to do well. And anyone so who says that it. it's not doing well for some reason has a conspiracy against us, a yeah. personal vendetta to frame it that way. Like Jennifer Salke at Amazon, she said, this desire to paint the show as anything less than a success, it's not reflective of any conversation I'm having internally. It's not reflective of the, the conversations I'm having internally where everyone lies to me. That's because if she was having that conversation internally, <laughs> it would be on her exit interview after she got fired. <laughs> I'm sure that all the conversations she's having internally are 
still people coping and misrepresenting the failure that's happened with this well, show. It's, it's like whenever you see these um, these headlines, the world is run by ad agencies, agents, and spokespersons who are like, uh, so-and-so attacked this woman. It's say, like, let's soften that to got into a disagreement with this woman. So it's like, the Rings of Power is a complete failure with only 37% of the people that finished the show, started the show, finish it. Let's soften that to... Rings of Power had a fantastic first two weeks. Yeah, and this comes mm -hmm. from uh, The Hollywood Reporter. There was a lot more to this article than just that, but it was, like, obviously the headline because they hid those numbers for so long. They said that Amazon Studios is in a crisis right now because they're constantly trying to get uh, big-name producers and big-name directors and and actors in their projects at the expense of making something that is actually good i actually thought that when they got michael b jordan to do the movie without remorse i'm like i didn't feel like amazon needed michael b jordan to do the, the like an action movie like that like they could have gotten any number of like higher level te television talents rather than whatever it costs them. Granted, I think he was a producer on that as well, but still that means that mm -hmm. he's being paid a lot to be involved on something like that. Yeah. It, it, this, it calls them star effers yes, where they'll just do the anything to appease these big name producers that they want to work with in the future. So they'll let unsuccessful, like, objectively unsuccessful shows continue running, even though uh, there is no profit from them like the peripheral that is an example of a show that never should have continued to a second season but they approved it because the people producing it they want them on other stuff i wonder if so a they lot don't of it, have a bad relationship with one them. one thing that they do in a lot of these shows is they, they they green light it for two seasons right off the bat but they don't announce the second season they just they, they it's preemptively it's, like, oh, what a great success. We approved yeah. it for a second season. The, Not going to tell you when we approved that. The peripheral too, which I couldn't get past the third episode for but loved no I, I love the visuals of the show but it was just kind of boring and didn't really yeah. speak to me but then they had and that's with chloe grace moretz who is objectively a big star but then reacher which does as well as it does only has what alan richson who's not a huge star not and certainly doesn't have the name recognition that chloe grace moretz has now the terminalist did have chris pratt and they did, they did do the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. So that would be your examples of uh, just, star effers, as you said. But they're spending the most insane amounts of money on shows that are not being watched. Like Daisy Jones and the Six has a $140 million budget. Yeah. Where does that go? <laughs> there are so many movies that don't even come close to that. Yep. And nobody is watching it. I barely had even heard of it. I like saw someone watching it on a plane, and I was like, "What's that?" I've never heard of it. And then uh, you get, and then, and then they're get... like selling this album from the fictional band in the show, and they're like trying to recoup costs that way. And and then uh, so uh, in the chat, somebody says Alan is quite a huge star. I don't know if Alan Richson is as big a star as Chloe Grace Moretz by name value alone. Yeah. I would put Chloe Grace Moretz up there, though you could make the argument now with the success what he was in uh, Teen Titans. So he was in Titans. He was in that. I guess he was in Blue Mountain State back in the in the early two thousands. 
I don't think of him as the same level of star as a Chloe Grace Moretz. But also, remember, the other thing that they keep talking about here is... Uh, so if you remember, they made a, a TV version of A League of Their Own, which nobody needed or wanted to see because the original League of Their Own is considered a, a, a masterpiece in women's empowerment entertainment. And the, the funny thing is the article, the Kotaku article, gets really in their feelings about the fact that when these types of shows that are heavy with the messaging don't work out, they said Amazon is too focused on the data. Yes. People don't like these shows, and Amazon is just a big meanie head who cancels the show because nobody's watching it. As if to say, like, not only should you give us hundreds of million dollars to make our boring, message-laden entertainment, you should then continue to do so, even at a financial loss to yourself. The, uh, yeah. $20 one. Uh, from Hobbit. Hobbit said, when is PCC getting a members-only segment? You, your lesser-known sister show already has a members-only segment with fan call-ins. Use your success. Got to show them up before you get overshadowed and left behind. Yes, that is true. The, so uh, true. That, that little show over there at Timcast IRL. Um, uh, we'll think about that for but, sure. Um, but anyway, to get back on topic, this Hollywood Reporter article said that Vernon Sanders at Amazon Studios is uh, someone who pays too much attention to the data and to focus groups. And what they found from the focus groups is that the data shows audiences find queer stories off-putting and suggests <laughs> that downplaying those themes in materials promoting the show would help. Yeah. So instead of that, selling a show yeah. on the ticket that it's queer, that everything about it is gay and it's super progressive and inclusive and diverse, instead you should sell it based on a story. That's a really radical idea to these people. Which they used to be very good at back in the day by making anything. I don't care if it's guy or girl. All the themes that have to do with identity and sexuality are less important than whatever the overall story is and all of those themes fit better when they're more <sighs> craftily couched within the within the storyline and not pushed front and center because it's not that interesting here's one it's really uh, not. shade piece of shade that was thrown by someone at amazon at the terminalist jack ryan jack reacher these types of yep. shows they said, all this perpetuation of white guys with guns, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Another said, relying on data is soul-crushing. There's never, I know the testing wasn't that great, but I believe in this. Dude, that's a, so because I believe in it, <laughs> you should spend hundreds of millions of dollars, waste it, so that I can make this project that I believe in that nobody else wants to see. Salki took charge of Amazon and, quote, shot from the hip, went with her gut, and didn't let the data overrule her. Hate it well, how has that worked out for you yeah. with Rings of Power when the, you, you went with your gut? It's, it's going fantastic. It was a failure. It's going fantastic. Didn't you see how good <laughs> those first, that first episode did, Mary? It was the viewership was so high. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, just a foolproof plan. They need to stop shoving the gay stuff in people's faces. I, it's clearly off-putting, um, and it's only celebrated by people in a very secluded group on social media that are in an echo chamber, like you said, Taylor, that they only listen to each other. So, you know, when they're looking for how something is received, they're 
they need to stop looking at TikTok and just start looking at the numbers. And I think what you were saying about the story has to be important. The details about a character are also important, but if it's a crap story, yeah. none of that matters. Yeah. And, and, and that's the other thing is uh, there's just too much stuff being made these days and getting a good story written is a lot harder than they than they realize. Did they, you watch A League of Their Own? I've seen the movie. I didn't watch the TV show. I the would show? never I would never watch the TV show. That's uh, no. The not. movie is good. The, the movie was the, the, the original movie. I mean, I, like it, obviously, like that was from a very long time mm-hmm. ago. So that was uh, at a far I'm, different I'm biased time. to older movies. Yeah. Movies so, used to be better. It's true. And, and <laughs> speaking of old movies. <laughs> Mary's face right now is Wait, what is this sound bite from? Do you know that movie? What is it? Funky butt loving. It's it's from um, the movie Rookie of the Year. Oh, I don't know if I know that. The baseball movie where the kid hurts his arm and they can throw the ball really hard. Oh, okay. It's when he goes I saw to that, like as a kid. It's when he goes to the ah. doctor when he gets his when he gets his cast off. He slaps the doctor right in the face and breaks his nose. It's incredible. <laughs> oh no! Um, when the money blew, I also got stink bugs flown at me. Come the, here, buddy. Get rid of it. You guys see this? I. They're everywhere. No. Oh. Got it. Got the it. camera they're, shots uh, right there's, now are that's extremely not chaotic. Even. Yes, they are. All Sorry, right. stink bug. You gotta go. There's, there's, a, there's a lot that they could do here. It's also funny, too, because for the idea that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, there is just also a sad truism for them that stories about guys with guns are just inherently easier to tell and more interesting. I mean, yeah. To a larger percent of the audience. She's talking about the quadrant, which I wasn't aware of before. Male, female, over 35, and under 35. You can't be catering to uh, the the non-binary they thems and the Twitter gays when we're talking about half the population. Make a show about uh, a quote white guy with a gun if you're trying to appeal to men over thirty-five. Uh, Simple. And back in the day, it's called the safe hit for yeah. a reason. Back in the day, you didn't market to small demographics. You you marketed to men eighteen to forty-nine. Yeah. Why are they so desperate for social media validation when yeah. like? The focus should be profits. Yeah. And you're also like they're lamenting the fact that this is obviously Amazon is such a huge corporation that getting into entertainment is just a side hustle for them. They have endless resources, essentially, to do whatever they want in the production realm. And they're wasting tons of money on virtue signaling BS. And they have the resources if they wanted to to make high quality stuff that actually requires like thought and effort. Do you think we'll ever return to a place of normalcy and people realize that it doesn't sell like with the woke virtue signal stuff? I mean, it's not even just the woke virtue signaling stuff that doesn't work. It's also just like- The peripheral wasn't all that good and that was not woke at all. It just wasn't that good. It's just everything just is one, it's unanimously just garbage. I, I don't know if we're going to recover to answer your question. I think that there is uh, maybe not quite as much good stuff being made as there used to be made as there used to be, but there is certainly more stuff in general being made. So the disparity between how much is good and how much is bad is much larger. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, like when you when you Which go means out, there should the, be a higher barrier to entry, though, right? When when you go out, at, yeah. When you look at the numbers, like there's probably just as many good movies coming out a year as 
came out in, in years past, but there's just way more stuff, period. So you're like, I you're overwhelmed by the amount of things that aren't good, not by the things that are good. You have to like shuffle through more crap to find some good stuff. Yeah. Let yeah. me try to be smart with the math right now, though. The math's not mathing. The math's not mathing. Um, so you're saying like you think the same amount of good movies are being made now, but it's just getting lost in the shuffle yeah. with all of the other people crap. like John Wick. People, but people like people like Dungeons why and Dragons. Why is it requiring us so many attempts now? That's what I'm asking. It's like why is it that in the 80s or the 90s it's not we were more so attempts. much like the the rate of success yeah. per like attempts you know per year or whatever was so much higher. It's just, I think we were just less mentally ill. Talent, the, okay, talent is still just as scarce as it used to be, but now the industry's full of, yes, the talented people are still there, but they let more people in, and those people, the sad fact of the matter is, just aren't as talented as those other writers and directors. You know, James Cameron is still going to make his movie, and people are still going to go see it. Uh, Steven Spielberg are going to make his movies, and no one's going to go see it, even if the movie's good. Nobody They're not bringing it. in that many new actors or actresses either, yeah. which is going to be a problem. Like, every all these people... In the who are grandfathered in, they're going to get. Christopher they're, they're Nolan. They're going to die eventually, you know, or they're going to retire eventually. This can't go on forever. Faces. Yeah. Yeah. The, that that'll. Uh, I mean, they they bring new actors in all the time. And, oh, I didn't even bring up. I didn't even bring up the other one. After all my laughing about Harry Potter, I got immediate karmic immediate karmic pushback where I got slapped in the face by the, they're going to make a prequel to the movie Heat. Heat is my favorite movie of all time. It doesn't need a prequel. I thought you said Sicario was your favorite movie of all time. No. No. no? Heat, uh, I mean, it's that, that scene, the border crossing scene there is probably my favorite sequence of all time, at least mm -hmm. tension-wise. Um... But it doesn't need a prequel. They don't need to make a movie with Adam Driver as young Neil McCauley. Though somebody did in the ch in my, on my Twitter said they should call it preheat. That's pretty good. Nah. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't need a prequel. Yikes. Like, there's no reason to make it. Even if Michael Mann is directing it, just like he directed the first one, there's no reason to do that. But... You just can't, they you can't call say it no. room temperature. That's, that's good. I like it. You're also like a room temperature water stand, you said now. I'm slowly becoming. Disgusting. Uh, I used to be a cold water only person, but realized that you can't chug. Cold, I don't like chugging cold water unless it's after skating. So well, room temperature is the only one that I can slam the bottle. I'm a room temperature water person, except. If it's seltzer water, then I like it chilled. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. But I wasn't, but I was only drinking, I had a headache, so I was like slamming bottles of yeah, water. Yeah, it to like get hurts your headache. insides yeah. to drink cold water. Yeah. Did Maybe a horse, I'm just sensitive. Uh, did the horse on the set of Rings of Power die because, um, Morphe Clark rode the, that horse, or probably, pro probably no, no. It died in the pre-production uh, of season two, so I, I, she probably wasn't even on set yet. Cardiac uh, failure. And there was a, and there was oh. a, a fire on the set, so I really do think uh, now that was Jeff Bezos is no longer in charge, he's not the CEO anymore, right? Like he's not, he's like majority shareholder, but he's not the CEO of Amazon anymore. Wait, wait, who? My, like uh, Jeff Bezos, is he still in charge over there at Amazon? I don't know. Or they put a new guy in charge over there. The ghost of Jeff Bezos' previous job has shined down on them. Or this could be the type of thing where they're like, uh, look, they're, they're trying to get signs from the heavens. It's kind of like Waterworld. Waterworld is the most um, 
like cursed movie set of all time. If you ever want to go up, there's whole documentaries that have been made about all of the problems making the movie Waterworld with Kevin Costner. I highly recommend going and watching them. Hmm. Kind of in the same way that Jim Caviezel got like struck twice by lightning playing uh, Christ in mm-hmm. playing Jesus in Passion of the Christ. I, um, I can't remember all the details or if I remember it correctly, but was it The Crow? Yeah, well, he actually, yeah. he There he, was a death on set? Yeah, um, Brandon Lee died yeah. on, on the set of that movie. That's That was very sad it as well. But that was that also that like one. a very chaotic production yeah. and, and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, Amazon. It's a, They're taking the L on this. I am interested, however, to watch Citadel, which is coming out soon. It comes out this month. That's $300 million. That's insane. Like, there's no reason. And also, okay, here's why, though. They, that they sounds said they're like making three versions of it at the same time for, what, three seasons each? I l- they sign on all of this all at once. One for Italy, one for India, and one for, like, English-speaking countries. Okay. And uh, this was all, like, signed at the very beginning. That they're making all three of these shows at once. Different They're actors? connected, but not the same. It's going to be different... From what I can tell, different actors, different everything. No, whatever but it's all subtitles. Yeah, whatever happened to people reading subtitles? I don't well, know. No, actually, that's an interesting discussion. First of all, no Priyanka Chopper, no peace. She's me. no, she's in the English speaking version as well. I know she should be in all of them. I don't know if she's going to be in the Indian version, um, but she's apparently. <laughs> this is funny. She's she like talked about getting pay parity for the first time yeah. on Citadel because of all of the reshoots that they've done for this mm. for the show based on. The Russo brothers coming in and just scrapping huge amounts of what they've already produced and, and filmed. And this is a show, if they're making three times over, they don't know if it's going to be successful and they already have three seasons slated to happen. But I kind of like the fact that it's like, uh, they're like, not only will we waste $450 million on Rings of Power and annoy you with advertising so over the top that your Amazon packages have Rings of Power tape, we will also waste yes. $300 million on something you've never heard of unless you literally have to host a pop culture show to know to that this is them. even a yeah. thing. But we'll still waste three hundred dollars million dollars on it that's yeah. kind of a vibe to me go ahead and you know what it was end of the year they had to get the money off the books so that like, Priyanka just Chopra it. can break the glass ceiling well you know what with uh with looks like that she should I was, you know I, I I become very pro-feminist when uh when they're smoking hot no I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm half kidding she's very annoying on Twitter. only half kidding she's 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 very annoying uh, she she's absolutely one of the most uh over the top um woman power people <laughs> but she's just really hot when she does it so you know if i'm gonna be yelled at about being joe a guy, jonas is just like yeah babe yeah babe. like if i'm gonna be if i'm gonna be yelled they at pay you enough <laughs> if i'm going to be insulted for being a man and yelled at I, i'd rather it be by an extremely attractive woman than an wouldn't have woman. seen her That's as the, the wife of the pastor's son yeah you know yeah. wouldn't have seen that good coming. for him i guess so yeah <laughs> All Let's right. go to Super Chats. Let's do it. Fear Me It's Bree said, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a redacted. Always been one of my favorite memes to respond to dumb tweets. Always will be. <laughs> Mark Reyes said, I heard that Ron was done dirty in the movies. Uh, financially, maybe? Or, or if you're referring to the books, yeah. Um, there's definitely more than, on more than one occasion where big accomplishments that Ron achieves in the books get given to Hermione in the movie. Mm. 
um, oh. specifically mm-hmm. in uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, or I'm not sorry, not Prisoner of Azkaban, of uh, the fifth one. So yeah, where where Ron basically stands up and protects and like stands up for Harry while they're in the. It's hard to explain, but yeah, he gets screwed by Hermione in the books, in the movies. But mm-hmm. it's not uncommon for books to be changed. For a movie. Yeah, but this is one where he's in the room there. They could have easily had him do it, mm-hmm. but they had Hermione do it because she's a... She has to be right about it. She's everything. a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She really pissed me off in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> or it was in Order of the Phoenix. Bobcat said, if anything needs a reboot or remaster, it would be the Army Men games so they can run on modern systems without fighting with emulators. Right. Also, somebody in the chat says, simp, Brett, simp. Yes, I am a Priyanka Chopra simp, in a way. Are you proud of that? I'm, I'm not proud of it. Okay. Look, I'm, I'm not saying I'm proud of it. At least he's it. honest. Yes. She's gorgeous. What are you talking about? Oh. It is what it is. Old Warrior 34 said, Radcliffe will see it until the day he dies that he'll forever be known mostly for being a part of J.K. Rowling's legacy. Yeah, that's actually got to be hard to cope uh, I mean, to cope entirely with. being known for that. Not yeah. just mostly. Like, I... Nobody remembers what Guns did, What else did he do? Guns I, Akimbo, and that's it. Uh, and, uh, I mean, he definitely could have been doing more by now. Yeah. But he has the option to rest on his laurels and work for NGOs. Yep. Uh, Amenthi said Disney is going to the China route, plainly obvious, cheap imitations of the real thing, except their crap is the name brand. No one wants a Moana remake. We never got to see, uh, we never got to see the, uh, the Chinese version of Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I really wanted to watch that with the bad CGI. That would have been really funny. Goofer Trooper said Evil Dead 2 is the best B movie ever. Let's go. Also in the chat, they're saying I should be simping for Lauren Boebert instead. Like, yeah, I, I don't. As my if you're my not. simping does not fall on not ideological or political lines. There are Trust. plenty of insane liberal women that I simp for. I'm sure. Trust me, we hear Brett simping for Lauren Boebert all the time around here. It's constant. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we're all sick of it. Yeah. She, she's beautiful. I'm sick of though. hearing about it. And she's she's based. Have you ever seen this amazing like uh, TikTok where this guy's like my girlfriend hates Andrew Tate, so he he like plasters her room with nothing but pictures of Andrew Tate. It's the same picture, and he does it like it's it's like an eight by ten, and he fills up all the walls in her okay. room and puts Andrew Tate bed sheets on her bed, and an Andrew that's Tate, his sister. And uh, no, it's his girlfriend. Sounds like oh, and his Andrew and his Andrew in an Andrew Tate rug on the okay, floor. Okay, if this were his sister, that would be a funny prank. Mm-hmm. Because it's his girlfriend, it just makes him seem like a cuckold. Yeah, so it's a little weird. Yeah, that's that's strange. Uh, Gordon Shumway said these writers in Hollywood need to watch the South Park episode where they tried to cater to hippies and concluded that hippies have no money. Stop catering to woke audiences. You will make no money. Yeah, stop catering to the the NB baristas who it's not don't even, have the conspicuous consumption income that you need them to have. And it's not even just that they're, they, they're not even necessarily poor. It's just that the amount of them is so small uh, you'd rather have well, it's both. You'd but, rather have yeah. five million people with a little bit of money than two people with a lot of yeah. money because then you it's dispersed and you don't have to worry so much that one yeah. author makes one tweet you don't like and then suddenly the lady with all the money is gone. That I, happens. Yeah. Um, like aside from media too, like a bunch of um, like designer handbag companies 
cater to woke audiences. It's like, who do you think is buying right. coach bags? Like old ladies. Not, not entirely. Is that who but... buys coach bags? Old ladies? No, no. I mean, well, it's, it's like changed over affluent time, but... women. Yeah. Affluent women Awfuls. buy the designer brands, so why are you using like yeah, but drag you, queens but, in the advertising? No, but, but awful like millennial wokes. Millennial women like awfuls make up a large portion of that and they do support that stuff. Well, but not maybe all of I'm it. just out of touch. Yeah. Like, I, I mean well, women overwhelmingly vote on party lines. Unfortunately. So, you know. I saw this tweet that like broke it down like almost too simply where the classes are uh, at the lowest rung you have to work and you don't have con you don't have like conspicuous consumption the next rung is you have to work and you can do conspicuous consumption and then like above that you can choose to either work or not work and you do conspicuous consumption and like most people are in the middle but they're catering to both the top and the bottom. Yeah. Gordon Shumway said, here's a weird take. Spend more money and hire better writers. You'd be amazed how much more successful your movie or show will be. The, the better writers don't even cost more than the bad writers. The, no, there's That's just the less thing. of them and they're already working. They're just, yeah, they're just less of them. They're already working. So let's, let's hold off on the rest and we'll come back to it. Before we continue, guys, could you hit the like button? Could you subscribe to this channel? It would help us. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Very much. Thank you. Uh, I got I to gotta do that more. I, I'm, I was looking at the, uh, okay. the amount of likes and I was like, we need people to like this video. Guys, we're moving on. So if you remember not that long ago, we talked about a woman named Sarah Beth who got shamed by Katy Perry for daring to have three children by the age of 25 in 2023 America. That's Was a bad this thing. Was like Katy Perry's attempt to repair her image in the eye of, eyes of liberals after she, you know, she did her thing where she moved to Kentucky. She's, ex her exodus from Hollywood was reported on. She has this kid with her husband. She votes for Rick Caruso. That yeah, that people upset think them. of her as this like, you know, she goes trad. She starts voting Republican, and she chooses to essentially put down a young mom to repair her image in the opposite direction. Is that what it is? But otherwise, it's just Katy Perry being a massive hypocrite. Yeah, she's just being a, a dick. It's not I just know. being a dick. It's just you're literally doing the same thing yeah. that you're criticizing her for doing. You pointed yeah. out before we started the show that she did it in the, quote, right way, where, you know, Hollywood thinks you have to make your money, have this huge career, then you're free to start a family. With, with whatever you eggs want. you have left. With whatever dried up eggs you have left <laughs> while you're like 38 years old. Sorry to say it's possible to reproduce at that age, but like. They need to stop lying to people that it's easy. It's not. And then they do IVF, and that's the acceptable way they can to afford have children the, They now. can afford the IVF. The average yeah. person can't afford the Yeah, and then they also have to the simultaneously IVF. 
apologize for reproducing because it's so bad for the environment. You cannot have more than two kids. That's absolutely off the table. And you have to qualify it every time that you do talk about being a mom with not everyone has to do this. Yeah. You don't have to feel like you have to do this. When in reality, like moms out there, uh, like ordinary people who have children are probably just like desperate to get some validation that what they're doing is worthwhile in some way. Because all the to, rest the... of the time, Hollywood is telling them that they're worthless. The, I mean, mm -hmm. the kids are hopefully all the validation that they need, the, yeah, the love true. for the kids. But uh, like they do, people do need validation that they're not doing something wrong if they're constantly being shit on, you know? But at the same time, I still go down rabbit holes of comment sections and in, 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 uh, in TikToks and Instagram posts and reels about people saying like, uh, about how they get shamed for not having kids by their family or they hate how like they come home for the holidays and their mom's like why don't you well, have how any? dare your parents want to have progeny like my, how dare uh, they want their genetic line to continue i will admit that <laughs> when my when my brother had had kids i felt a, a large weight off my shoulders because my mom finally uh got while she was still alive got to have grandkids that was uh but it's not like i was ever like it's not they're not they're not pressuring me the same way they pressure women i think there's a normal amount of pressure yeah. and if you don't feel it then maybe like there's something wrong with you like if you don't feel some like urge to reproduce the human race so maybe that maybe you're the problem but also like if someone has already made their decisions this woman is 25 she has three kids she's married she's chosen she's, to leave. Ma she's made her decision that this is the path of that. life that she wants yep. why are you going to go back on it now and like tell her that she made the wrong decision it's too late even if she did decide you were right even if she decided that she should have been a singer all along and pursued her career, what is she supposed to do about the it now? The hilarious horror, the, the hilarious like movie is like she gives the kids up for adoption and it oh. becomes like a weird thing where then she like finds her way back to the kids. Yeah, like and, what's like, the solution, like, Katie? Perry? Is that what she thinks is going to happen? She's going to be like, I'll leave them with her with their dad. No, actually, I guess the movie version would be she leaves and leaves the kids with their dad. And like just abandons them because Katy Perry said to her, you need to go have a yeah. career. Get your bag, queen. Like unless you're in your late 30s or early 40s, don't even think about having children. And if you do have less than two or three and also send them off to be raised by nannies while you're out girl bossing and judging singing shows like... I think a lot of people who do try to wait that long end up regretting not doing it soon. But right. there was also this like message push that you can have kids and be a mom and be a wife and still follow your dreams and your career. But there's nothing wrong with just being a mom. They haven't, no. but they haven't pushed that yeah. message for. There's there's a couple of things that I have uh, I take major issue with in society, at least from when I was a kid upwards, right? One was that my whole generation was taught that women could be whatever they wanted. If they want to be a CEO, they can be a CEO. And I always thought, young Brett said, yeah, that's great. We should be pushing that message because women aren't required to, to stay home at the house. They never told the men of that generation what that's supposed to do to them. They never ta taught the men how to handle a world where women are now receiving a fundamentally different message about what they're supposed to do with their lives than the women before before your generation were told and what the men before your generation had to deal with so you were left unarmed and you know so then you get a generation of men where it's like he's threatened by my strong career 
because the guy doesn't know what to make of all mm -hmm. of this. And I also take issue with the fact that they push that message on women without giving them the, any type of disclaimer that no, you really can't always get what you want or you really can't always have what you want. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. really like we've pushed a utopian idea onto women and I feel like society has protected them from that truth by pretending like that's true when men are more forcibly brought to the brutal reality of things at an earlier age. Well, it's bizarre that Katy Perry, in what she said to this contestant, is denying the you-can-have-it-all lie. Yeah. She doesn't know she's doing it. She said if it's not your dream to be a singer mm. to pursue this, then you might need to leave because there are a lot of dreams behind you. She's talking about, like, other people competing. So, you know, if it's just one of your dreams, that's simply not good enough. If, if singing is just one thing that you want to do in life, but you also want to be a mother, that's not good enough. You can't have it all. You can only choose one. So she's inherently here, like, admitting that this you-can-have-it-all thing was a myth all mm -hmm. along. And she left the show because of this. She's like, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on yeah. and I'm going to just take care of my kids. Yeah. She just announced that she was quitting after, like, what? She was at the second round. Yeah. And she just said, you know, I... Well, okay, it was weird because Katy Perry tried to convince her to stay. Yeah. And... That's even more Abandon bizarre. your kids. It's like if she, it, once again, she's made her choice to, both to have kids and now to leave the competition and you're still arguing with her about whether it's the right one. Like it has nothing to do with you. It just feels like you're, you're living vicariously through this woman who is younger than you, has more opportunity and time than you. Well, also when there is more drama on those shows, it sells people watch yeah, it absolutely. but I, I think it's admirable for her to make the decision to be with her kids because what's the alternative like let daycare raise mm -hmm. your kids yeah also I'm, I'm i love this lady she's just so wholesome looking she mm -hmm. is and she, she's such a nice person she, and mm -hmm. while she's being put down by katie perry is still like laughing and smiling because like, it's like that's what do you do socially in that situation when you're being like openly bullied by a celebrity that holds your future in their hands like um, look at this lady i like her glasses like, she's just a nice nice red-headed lady with glasses maybe that's um, the other thing here is we're, we're looking at more redhead ginger this is side. self this is self-imposed ginger erasure that's going on right now right. by removing herself from hollywood well also what's weird about it is that she was scouted to be on american idol she didn't enter herself yeah yeah they asked her to be there she showed up and then they're like like they imagine inviting what, you someone, don't want it imagine inviting someone to your house for a dinner party and you're like is it your dream to be here because if it's not then you might need to leave like you're the one that invited them do you to love be appetizers because if you don't love appetizers there's a whole list of people outside this yeah. house who love appetizers if you don't think that my food smells good then um maybe you should just get out <laughs> like you're the one that invited this person so even more so, like she wasn't pursuing this. They found her. Mm -hmm. uh, um, somebody in the chat says they're not sure that that's a natural redhead. I don't know about that. We looks, need to like find out be. directly like, from her. We need to have I her also, on the show. I wonder what percentage of the contestants on that show are scouted versus audition. Early on, it was probably all audition. Now yeah. they got to go looking for him. Yeah, like mm -hmm. they're they're running out of uh, out of people to have on these shows. They're just sitting through the auditions like, ah, oh, this sucks. Yeah. 
The, oh, voice, was be- the this, voice was better anyways. This is the sick thing that Katy Perry said. She said, I know life is scary. I also know it's easier to walk away than to be rejected. But self-love is just as big as motherly love. Don't leave the competition. Oh. You've opened a door you thought you'd never open and got a yes. And you may get another yes in the future. I Do not so. give up. She's framing this like be the self- contestant. Like she doesn't like herself. Is, yeah, is insecure. Say. When all she said is, I think, you know, since my kids are so young and I've been away from them to do this, it's time for me to go home because they need me. And then Katy Perry's like, oh, so you hate yourself and you're afraid of rejection? Oh is that gosh. it? Like, it's so manipulative. No, being being selfless when it comes to raising children doesn't mean that you don't love yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. Or you have some insecurity. It just means you, you have love your kids. With. It means like, you care about why, your family. Why would that be mutually exclusive? That uh, to Hollywood, that's a foreign concept. Perhaps to, to them, that's a foreign concept. Also, I uh, it's time to get rid of self love, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's time to re-embrace, or at least whatever this is masquerading as Narci- self love. It's narcissism. It's narcissism. Yeah, there's a difference between yeah. taking care of yourself and being healthy, and yep. you know, like accepting yourself as you are, and narcissism and they're not the same thing self-love is not the same thing as motherly love at all no it's not i mean she said it's it's as big as self-love is as big as motherly love but it's like if your definition of self-love is being away from your children for long periods of time to pursue some nebulous idea of a pop career well what does that mean for your kids it's not i i imagine if you're a mother who is missing her kids and feeling like they're missing out on you being there that can't feel good for no. you either yeah and if you don't feel that then imagine you're like the kids like mom when are you coming weird. home she's like sorry honey but i'm like, I'm focusing on me right now yeah I got dreams her three-year-old is just like all the three-year-old knows is that mom's not there exactly. they don't know what's yeah. going on so that makes it even worse and it would be one thing if her kids were like old enough to understand why she was gone but they don't even know why she's gone so yeah. It's just really sick that she would even that can be say very traumatic for young kids. Like I remember when I was little and my mom she was out of the picture when I was little, I didn't understand why it was just devastating that she wasn't there. Also, don't they uh, aren't there whole tropes of stories where you get mad at the dad for working too much? Like, isn't that a bad thing to these people where it's like, daddy was never home to tuck me in at night and mommy had to raise me. Like, why Why are we just trying well, nothing to men make... nothing men do can be good enough. What, but why are they just yeah. trying to make women into, like, like whiny, even whinier men? Okay, right. men whine too, except for, uh, when they have the flu. But uh, all the rest of the time, it's just men, men go to work and work long hours to provide for their family. They want the woman to go to work for long hours to be a girl boss yeah. not because not because she has a family to provide for but because it's a form of self-love so mm. she addressed uh Katy perry's comments to her online she said there was a joke that was made that's gotten some attention and i've gotten people reaching out to me asking how i felt at the start of my audition before i sang i mentioned i have three children and was a young mother and Katy perry made a joke that wasn't super kind it was embarrassing to have that on tv and hurtful and that's that but I did want to take this opportunity to just say that I think women supporting and uplifting other women is so cool. And I think that mom shaming is lame. And I think it's hard enough to be a mom. It's hard enough to be a woman. 
I'm fine with the second comment. The first comment was was dorky, and I hate the women supporting women lie. Do well, you guys the know thing the... is, Katy Perry thinks that she's doing the women supporting women thing, but yeah. in reality, she's just putting her down. Yeah. Um. Do you guys remember what the first comment well, that no, she's saying the... was embarrassing? Is this the comment? No, I'm saying the part I disagree with there is the I I, I dislike the Hollywood idea or the idea of like the women supporting women, which is one of the most over the top. Uh, lies most of the we'll, time. We'll get into yeah. that in the yeah. next topic, actually. Yeah. Um, but in this, basically, Katy Perry said, like, you... The original comment was basically, like, you've spent enough time on your back because she's got oh. three kids, which is just crude and... Or, no, she said, like, honey, you've been laying on the table too much. Yeah. well, Meaning, say, like, giving birth too much or what? something. Um, which also, is a bizarre form of slut-shaming, if you really think about it. That's weird. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like the notion that... Um, you should have like a limited amount of kids either. Like if you want to have a big family, have a big family. Mm -hmm. Katy Perry's like, I support China's one child policy. I mean, <laughs> you might as well just come out and say it, right? Yeah. Like I think, yeah, shaming people for how many kids they have. Uh, if it's, if they're neglectful of their kids, then that's the problem. Not that they're having many kids. Right. You know, Shaming people for having more than whatever amount of kids you think is too much is just a form of what they would call like slut shaming. It's literally like that. And and what's the solution? What is she supposed to do? Go back in time? Yes, apparently. Like, she can't do anything about it now, even if she did regret having children. So yeah. you're just being an a hole. <laughs> like if you if you don't want to have kids or you don't want to have many kids, live your life. But other people should be able to make those decisions for themselves and why why criticize them and what was this she like told the contestant that she should make songs about same-sex relationships yeah this was this was an old story where uh the a contestant had christian parents and she like mocked the christian parents and said that they should sing a song called like uh, i kissed a boy and i liked it was the contestant even gay or No, no, it was, it was just about the fact that the contestant was from a religious family and that would be against their Christian faith to sing a song like that. Cool. Yeah, because it's Katy Perry. You're so edgy, Katy Perry. You, like, you, like she your... used to be a Christian singer. Yeah. She used to be a Christian music Isn't that artist. how she started yeah. out? Yeah. Yep. So, and then she kind of took a different path and blew up. Right. He says, my parents like to name all of us from the Bible, said McFarland, who went on to a note that he raised in a pretty strict religious, a religiously adherent home, adding that his mom still bristles when his songs include curse words. Nevertheless, he said he does not plan to use heavy, lay, harsh language in his music. So she's like, well, you don't need to use curse words to include stuff about uh, same-sex relationships. Take that, you religious bigot. That's what they're thinking because mm. it's Hollywood and they're full of losers. Yeah, they are. So, all right, we got some super chats there. Hobbit said, "Room temperature, water, family unite." Yeah, I never thought now. I would. I, I will say, yeah. however, that if it's post skating, I would rather have cold water. I mean, on like a real hot day. Yes, there's exceptions, but yeah. sitting in a room temperature room, I yep. can go for some room temperature water. Yep. Eh. Brett gets it. Yep. I'm I'm counter signaling this. Claude Roth said, in the books, Ron Weasley is the street smart kid. Hermione is book smart, but often hesitates under stress. They gave her a lot of Ron's cool moments. Yeah, the, the the particular moment where he like uh, he basically says like in the uh, under the the Whomping Willow and says like if you're gonna kill Harry, you're gonna have to kill all of us. And they like gave that moment to Hermione. Hermione. 
Hermione, Hermione. Uh, depending on where you're from, uh, they gave that moment to her in the because the, oh. the whole idea is like he has like a broken ankle and he like stands up with a broken ankle and they ruined it and they gave it to her. Very now annoying. now that I think about it, I don't remember Hermione being like shakable at all. Yeah, she, she's a Mary she's, Sue. Yeah, she's literally a Mary Sue. She was good from the very beginning. She was she was uh, into she could do magic right from the very beginning. She has to correct everyone and it's, it's like that. The stink what? bug is trying to get a word in on the mic. He's got stuff to say. Wait, what? There's a stink bug oh. coming from my microphone. <laughs> Come here, buddy. What does he want to say? Get the heck out of here. <laughs> uh all Sorry, right. I get distracted by these guys. Not as much as Carter. Carter gets more distracted than, than anybody. He loves them. Hobbit said Brett supports equal opportunity simping. Yes, yes, I will simp for, uh, because it's, uh, because it's not, I'm not simping for uh, her brain. I'm simping <laughs> for her physical appearance. Therefore, it does not matter what her, it's kind of like Dane. The original simping. It's kind of like Dane when he mentions, like, he doesn't like when people... Uh, talk about uh, Brie Larson like she's ugly when she's not because the idea is like, look, just because you don't like her doesn't mean that like she's not an attractive woman, mm -hmm. which obviously makes perfect sense. Um, look, I can I can simp for Priyanka Chopra all day. She's gorgeous. Isn't simp saying you're like simping for someone insulting to them though? Because you're is it? Uh, is I mean, the acronym is there a definition for that word. It's suckers idolizing mediocre beep. Oh, I didn't know the that average that. person I probably just doesn't hear know that. Context. Okay. Um, or maybe just, it's a fake acronym. I don't know. I just thought it meant like, um, like you you really like somebody a lot. You don't know them, but you love the way they look, and you're like in love with them in a parasocial relationship. Creative yeah. juice says, "How many super chats to eat a bug?" There's no amount. None. Sorry. We will not eat the bugs. We will, we not, will not live in the pod. I yeah. will. I will visit the pod for a certain amount. I will not. I bet I will not we eat the we bugs. could find someone in the castle to Who? eat a bug for a super chat, though. If we look. Who do you think? It would I be? don't know. Maybe Surge. He can Surge. be convinced in anything. Surge might eat a bug. Ryan. I think we could get Bertman to eat a bug. Bertman, are you still in the chat? Will you eat a bug? Yeah. We'll we'll wait for word on that. But I bet someone would. What do about it. Dane? Mail. No, Dane, Dane would, would not. No, no. 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 Maybe He's... if it was wrapped up in a burrito. <laughs> I mean, if you tricked him. Sketch Therapy said, please explain to Mary who Gordon Shumway ALF. Elf is. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't watch the original. If, if that's what he's talking about, I didn't watch Elf. My, my dad watched Elf, Elf the, the show from the 80s. Hmm. Bertman said, the burtoning will continue until... Morale improves. <laughs> They're, like, I am not part of the cult. I am not. I'm staying out of the cult. I'm staying out of the cult, ladies. It's and intimidating. Um, I'm I'm currently in the cult, but you're I'm having your way second out thoughts because of his take on hummus. Yeah, I mean, like, who doesn't like hummus? Who doesn't like hummus? And even if you don't, like, why why talk trash? <laughs> See, yeah, if you don't have anything nice to say about hummus, don't say it at all. The problem, Bertman, is you haven't had any <laughs> good hummus yet. I'll show you some really good hummus. All right. Okay. Uh, the next thing that we're about to talk about is a trend in cinema. It's a phenomenon called good for her. Mm. And uh, it basically just means that murder is okay when women do it in movies or TV shows. Thoughts on that? Uh, okay. I actually have a lot of thoughts on this. The, the, the examples that they gave were mostly movies. Well, they are. Yeah, they're all movies but there are examples in shows too like someone brought up swarm um 
which is on HBO Max, yeah. right? And it's it's about this girl who begins like uh, serial killing people at, because she has a parasocial relationship with a pop star. Hate it when that it's happens. It's making fun of Beyonce stands, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. The Swarm, the Beehive, got it. But um, they they have examples here like The Witch, Us, uh, Gone Girl, uh, Midsummer. Oh, I actually got- have it all on Letterbox. Carrie Bill. is an obvious yeah. one. Kill I, Bill, actually, obviously. Kill Bill. I feel like is a female empowerment movie. Well, does it like okay? So so the I idea like here. Well, that's for- yeah. That's the tension between it. is it female empowerment or is it just like now she's celebrating she's a killer. Murder. I don't think that that should be framed as a good thing just because you're a woman, but it's cool to see like the main character be a woman. Like yeah. I really liked watching that growing up. It's uh, a, a lot of the times it, it, it kind of becomes synonymous with the idea of the end, ju- the ends justifying the means, meaning that in a lot of cases, like in the television realm, it's it's to do with cases where women have been assaulted and no justice is given to them. Hmm. So they they yeah, they go off on either sprees or they get back at their attacker or people in their circle because no justice was given to them. Now they're very when it's done properly, Hollywood. Have you ever watched one of like uh, Cinema Sins has a, a thing that they would point out anyone's time that they would do a like a a Cinema Sins score for a movie where it's like all bad guys are rape are artists. Right, like it's the trope where it's like the bad guy suddenly it's starts just, like it's the one thing that you can't do as a sympathetic villain. Yes, so so the yeah. idea here is like first of all, you always introduce that, and back in the day, Hollywood used to be very good at making sure that they make that characterable nice and evil before the character does something. That way, one of two things happens: what in these tropes, the bad guy who gets it deserved it. And then the character will start to devolve and start perpetrating the acts on people who may or may not be guilty of it, which then gives the audience the ability to both sympathize with the villain who did it to the people that deserved it, but also root the uh, root for the people that catch them, assuming that they're not the main character in the story. Therefore, that person can get caught at the end and you don't feel like they should have gotten yeah. away with it. It's a very delicate art, like type of story writing. Mm, to I thought do. of one. What about um, the girl with the dragon tattoo? Yes, that's it. Was that's done right well. Too. Yep. And Kill Bill's not about like the R word, but it's about you know revenge. Exactly. She's revenge. supposed to have a justified response, but there are other examples here where she simply doesn't have a justification. Yeah. And you're just leaning into the chaos, like, like Gone of- Girl. Yeah, like that Gone was Girl, just a, a crazy wife. Or Jennifer's body is also on this list yep. where it's like you're killing people and she's yeah. like no, I'm just killing boys. It's like on principle that she's female. Like Brett, you're bringing up these examples that you'd have to like it's a delicate balance. You have to do it very expertly they used to when be very it's a man, it. but now we're seeing this trend where if it's a woman, you really don't need to do it that carefully or think about it that hard. Women are just on on Twitter at least are um, idolizing female characters who just kill indiscriminately. I, Cocaine Bear is even on the list. Yes, because I think Midsommar she's an a, is avenged a good, mother. A good uh, representative of that because she was like almost made into the heroine, even though 
who's kind yeah. of the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a couple of really good Criminal Minds episodes that introduce this. One is called Jones, which is about a character who gets uh, R-worded in the French Quarter and then goes on, basically go, like loses her mind and starts uh, taking abusing men that uh, she meets in the quarter, she drugs them, does stuff to them, and then and then takes them out. <laughs> and then there's another episode later called Pleasure is My Business with Brianna Brown, a Minnesota actress, I might add, mm -hmm. uh, who was raised by a Fortune 500 oil executive who basically, you know, daddy wasn't around much. Uh, so because she's mad at her dad for not taking care of her, uh, she ends up becoming a high-class escort just because her, she, her dad left her mom for an escort. Therefore, she ends up becoming a high-class escort to get back at her dad and starts killing off men who are who speak ill of their of their wives and children and treat them as burdens. Mm -hmm. So like ones who like they leave their wife but don't give their wife or kids child support. Like mm -hmm. they bury them in lawyers. She takes them out, but the the men she sleeps with who like want to get home and take care of their kids. Like sure they're cheating on their wife, but at least they care about but their it's kids. But framed as justice. And, like, but for um, those ones, she lets them live. But the ones who uh, seem to care nothing, not an ounce for their kids or their wives, she will kill them. Mm -hmm. But then yeah. as the episode goes on she starts to devolve and it doesn't really matter as long as she can get away with it which is why at the end of the episode you don't have a problem with her getting caught because suddenly she's taking out people that might not have deserved it but you also understand why she was doing what she was doing to the people beforehand also a perfect example about how hollywood used to be able to criticize wealth and in, in class without it being preachy that episode is a fantastic example of that um, another movie that came to mind, which I think is based on a true story, and I actually like this movie, Monster. Yes. It's um, where she... Directed by Patty Jenkins, I mean. She add. starts killing men um, who hire her for, uh, can I say the word? Uh, the... For spicy stuff. Spicy stuff. We'll go with yeah. that. And... Um, she thinks that it's like justice and it's the right thing to do. And in the yeah. end, I think she gets caught and in trouble for it. But she ends up hurting people who aren't guilty of anything, too. Yeah. Uh, or the example that Tim likes to give about uh, it doesn't always have to be about that side of it. But in Captain Marvel, where somebody basically says, uh, smile, toots. And that that's like so she beats the crap out of him and steals his motorcycle and his jacket. Women... It's just like a revenge power fantasy for women who watch aren't powerful people yeah. when women in love their real lives women you know? that love female superhero movies have a weird type of it for men it's a it's a proper power fantasy for women it's a revenge fantasy yeah seems like it yeah i don't think that the women who are empowered by like brie larson's captain marvel are powerful people no they just you know they like the empowerment narratives because they're such mousy uh, submissive people in their real lives and oh. would like to LARP as something else. Speaking of um, Kill Bill, which I love, another good one is Death Proof. Yeah. That yeah. movie's awesome. They all, another one that I brought up was um, Faith in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's, uh, she's introduced where basically she comes out of a bar and of course there's the guy. There's always the guy at the bar, right? He's like, hey, uh, uh, like, what's going on, toots? And then oh, you know, they're always over the top the and ridiculous. Yep. He said, Monster is based yep. on the real-life story of a serial killer, Eileen Warnos. Yep. Yes, thank Warnos. you. Thank you, Clef. 
Oh, but is it Dahmer? She was, she was monster like really, Dahmer. really a sociopath, yeah. like truly, which yeah. is rare for women. Um, I but, think she'd probably experience some serious trauma too. No, but yeah, that uh, that's it doesn't a serial killer. I but sometimes like these revenge stories, they don't really appeal because. Like, I, I thought of this one on, on the Letterboxd list uh, called A Promising Young Woman, played by Carrie Mulligan. She's, like, this unassuming-looking girl who, like, in med school, her friend was uh, gang R-worded, and she then just begins uh, going to bars, uh, looking, like, in skippy <laughs> outfits, uh, looking willing, you know, pretends to be drunk, yeah. goes home with guys who are completely unrelated to that crime. Mm -hmm. And she's also not the victim of that crime. She's doing this on behalf of her friend who she is not even like friends with anymore. And she kills them. Uh, and it's like, it's not, uh, I don't know, this, the good for her phenomenon is all about like doing away with the moral implications or the ambiguities and just unanimously celebrating violence by women it's interesting yeah. no matter the think of reasoning think of it. uh of john wick people he is allowed uh, apart from the fact that it's just an action movie he, it's not like his wife was killed by the bad guys his wife dies of, of cancer it's that they killed his dog and to humans the killing of a dog is just is almost just as bad to a lot of people i hope that's not the case for most people. I, I bet you. I, I know bet you that it is. people think that they care about their pets more than humans, but when it comes down to it, you so save a human life. I was pretty mad they killed the dog. It, yeah. In, in the movie, the uh, this def well, I mean, it's also because the dog the was a gift. So innocent. The dog was a gift from his dying from his dead wife, so that yes. like adds to it. But I'm saying like you excuse a lot of uh, a lot of extremely like long distance headshots in that movie because like look. The guy's grieving. Uh, well, they also, as they ended John Wick 4, kind of set up what seemed to be like a spinoff uh, for this girl. Uh, well, you said her name is Akira. Yeah, I think it's her name. It's but literally her, I only know her as Rina Sawayama. Yeah, the actress. Um, that, you know, she has this revenge story on the horizon for her father. Yep. That seems like a far better justification than a pet. Or, or even think about what they did with Black Widow, and they made a joke out of it in Marvel with the uh, the Red Room, where they basically they control these women's minds and they have no bodily autonomy, and that's actually a tragic story that they end up kind of like playing not for laughs, but it's it's downplayed the seriousness of mm -hmm. that. Uh, in the in the show Dark Angel, she escapes a childhood. Uh, she's like a super soldier being who's basically been abducted by this group, and then goes about getting revenge on that group because of what they did to her as a child. Right, mm -hmm. so that's a little bit different. That that's kind of going off into the realms of just traditional revenge. But there are other like non-violent stories that are really popular too. Like fraudsters, um, yeah. Anna Sorokin had inventing Anna. Um, and then there's also like Elizabeth Holmes of, of Fer Theranos in um, what was that one called? Uh, the Dropout. Yeah. Um, so it's just like anything, any like morally questionable behavior from women is now being like applauded with the the good for her thing because yeah, it's just on the on the principle of its 
of like sowing chaos and i think like there is something to like viewing um viewing women as like the the chaotic gender like the the ones that so they're able to sow discord and that are like dionysian to men's like apollonian the order also for like for in the realm of serial killings and stuff like that for men it's often inherently sexual for women True. it's mission based so there needs if oddly enough though then because if it's if it is a women on a mission based killing spree it tends to go back to their to the sexual exploitation of them whereas for men it's about the sexual exploitation of others I I wanted to get into the cocaine bear yes uh, part of this <laughs> just to hear your takes on it um crimes possession with intent to deal to her cubs and being too good a mother. Oh, the Riz bear. factor. Not since Robin Williams has there been someone so charismatically coked up. The titular cocaine bear belongs in the good for her I'm cinematic gonna... universe because never once begr we never once begrudge her a kill. Is she the spirit of nature's vengeance? Eh, maybe. Is she a killer punchline? Yes. And she has like... I mean, it's obviously like she's a, an irrational animal, but for some reason, we still laugh when she kills all of these people for no reason, who are all fighting each other. Yeah, but that's why they, it's why it benefits Hollywood so much these days to make act to make characters just inherently unlikable. That way, you can dis you can just get rid of them, and nobody really cares. Well, the only people you were supposed to root for were the children. I mean, I don't even know if I buy that. I right? think you're kind of supposed to root for the the two bad guys who are not Ray Liotta. Like, really? They're kind of less awful than uh, Ray Liotta's character, and they're finally like, you know what? Let's just go. Like, maybe we don't need the rest of the coke. Let's just go. Well, they lived, but the the kids and the mom are really like who you're supposed to be rooting yes. for, and the rest of the time, the, the gore is just funny. And the bear, mm -hmm. or we're just weirdos that found it funny. Yeah, me and you were laughing at uh, at Blood and Honey. Nobody else is laughing. Yeah, I guess that's that's our problem. But, he, but even well, think about that. That's a trope in, in that used to be a trope in Hollywood where basically if you're in a horror movie and you're a woman or a guy, if you have sex, you're you're going to die. Like that's what's mm -hmm. going to happen to you because that was Hollywood's uh, moralism saying like don't have premarital sex as a teenager or an axe man or a guy with a machete or a guy with a hook for a hand is going to come and kill you. That teen pregnancy narratives were a big deal up until like even in the 2000s yep. um even with like teen mom on mtv and everything um and the next one i wanted to address is gone girl because i've seen so many tiktoks of girls uh like just doing outfit checks to the cool girl monologue and like just totally glorifying this character um and essentially like saying that her behavior is defensible despite you know her literally making false accusations of our word oh a lot of those people don't care about that i, and I the fact that that gone girl happened and we saw how women reacted to that and then we still went through with the me too thing a like, lot of people crazy. saw that stuff false accusations and basically just said like yeah but some guys are guilty of it therefore. this is why i'm thinking like is this bleeding into people's real life behaviors yeah. they're modeling their behaviors after all of these characters because we know that false assault claims are a thing yep. yeah uh, not that they're the majority but we know that they happen and some things that came up in me too were based on false claims 
And then there's also like this story. Remember when Cardi B said that she like drugged men and robbed them and there were a lot of people being like good for her. Like what? they literally were like good for her. And like that bothered me. It that really, that's that not, should probably like raise some red flags, you know. I was like, like, I was like dude, okay, dude, dude wanted to pay like if this is a case where we're talking like the dude uh tried to rough her up then whatever but if the dude just tried to pay you for sex like i'm like i'm sorry i don't like the well, idea my, that, my that it's glorifying is like, that she's robbing them and stealing from them in like what type of moral landscape are we in right now where we're like quibbling about like the ethics of prostitution or whether prostitutes like drug their clients and rob them like this is just I, when when that case comes up, I just say like you would have a problem with like a lot of prostitutes if you think they shouldn't rob their clients. Yeah. You know, like I'm sorry, that's this is just the reality of a no, precarious, but my, my, maybe not the most ethical line of work. It, yeah, I don't <laughs> on either side. And like back to Gone Girl for a second. Yeah, I liked that movie. I thought it was cool. But I did not leave the theater thinking that the main character was the good guy right. or well, a victim. I thought she's the bad guy. It's supposed to be a psychological horror film, not, uh, you know, you go girl, girl power narrative. Yeah. But this is what it is. It's like mm -hmm. the misaimed fandom. Mm -hmm. And some of these films, you could switch the role and it could be a male lead and it would still be a cool movie. Some of them rely entirely on it being a female character. And I think guys do this too, like with the Joker, or with Patrick Bateman, or all of these different characters, mm -hmm. like there are male villains who get idolized too, mm -hmm. but I would say it's in a different way. Um, mm -hmm. uh, well, yeah, nobody's excusing the Joker's behavior. Well, no, no I mean, I've, I do see people post things about like that. Uh, there's people that will explain this, is, this trope is to show you this is what happens when you push a person too far. This is what happens when mental health goes and unchecked mentally Ill and, loner. And, and a dude doesn't get any attention from society and everyone tells him he's a bad person. This is a natural outcome of something that could happen. But no one's saying that that made his actions right. I think the, the difference here is what you're saying is that there are people saying that like because she's a woman, because the ends justify the means, it's okay if she doesn't. I've seen the ends justify the means rhetoric about both male and female villains, mm -hmm. like and the Joker included. And it can be fun in like this fictional universe to take the side of a villain, but yeah, if we're does memeing, it start to pour over into reality? That's my question, that's... especially with like the false claims stuff. Yeah, that's scary. Like we know that that has happened. Yep. Uh, I just hope that like people don't let the media influence their behavior to the point where people it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. Could die or like go to prison mm -hmm. or just there are permanent consequences. Um I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think that like Me Too could have like had something to do with that influence?
I mean, I, I, I think that the culture was already spir- spiraling out of control mm-hmm. long before Me Too became a media sensation. I think the culture was already going that way. Whether we're talking about the the girl at, was it Duke or whatever? I don't remember. I always get this, the college wrong. The one who ac- the accused Duke the... Duke lacrosse Yeah, situation. like whether we're talking that situation, all that stuff was already happening. Title IX, everything to do with colleges and all this stuff. A lot of it ends up being ends justify the means, and I'm not sure. This is what I mean when I say that Hollywood used to be very good good about carefully uh, setting the scene to make the actions of a character justifiable much in the same way that they make the mistake of like it's very hard like if you're showing a scene with a cop and uh in a bad guy to show like uh what a cop is actually supposed to do meaning it's like you can't always risk it uh like a lot of times the bad guy shoots first right cop can't always risk the bad guy shooting first if you're in 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 a standoff or something like that right so a lot of times they have to go out of their way to very carefully set a scene to justify it to an average audience and i think that the average public the public doesn't really worry about that anymore in a lot of contexts i don't know if that's because of we're a less moral society or if it's just that uh, ampli- like amplification of bad values is just inevitable, whatever. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. All right. So. Well, let's go to Super Chats. Oh, no, wasn't there a video we were supposed to, you wanted to watch? Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, there was like a fan cam that some girl on TikTok made of all of these these villains I thought I'd show. Because people watch this stuff, I'm telling you, and they identify with it. And a lot of young people. Yeah. Oh, we're totally going to get copyrighted on the music for this. Oh, are we? Can we, can we mute it? Yeah, I just yeah, did. Yeah, there we go. Like, I swear people on TikTok watch these videos and they're like, that's, she's literally me. She's me. Yeah. She's literally me. And then the men look at Patrick Bateman and they're like, I'm literally him. I don't see, I don't, I don't think, so. I don't think that. I don't think no. the guys look at those characters and see the, I think the guys say, look at that interesting character. I don't think the guys uh, sit there and think... I know, firstly... Okay, it's not just villains, too. Like, people do this with characters they like all the time. I know this guy who basically acted like Maverick from Top Gun before, by the way, before the sequel came out. Um, Like, wore the bomber jacket, literally went, uh, like, became a pilot because of this movie and acted yeah, like him that's in your real life you're that, going like, and people doing something. really yeah sure but i'm just saying like it's not out of the question that people model their lives after fictional characters i think it's sometimes. a particular type of person yeah who sees a character and thinks i want to be them yeah i just with the increasing amount of female villains that are like girl bossified you gotta worry like, I would say more men to see avoid them, the crazies. M- more men are seeing themselves as the Chad meme of the guy with the with the with the, with the great chin, with the great jawline, with the Sigma male. Yeah, like I think I think I think you'd see play. more men like imagining that than they are as the because they can um, uh, maybe because you can add your own uh, image on top there and it's not tied to you relate to a meme more than a to a person character yeah. I guess yeah. yeah. All right, super chat time. Yep. Uh, we are almost at a second crisis party. Bobcat We're getting there. said, Mary, you got the acronym right for simp, which is why Brett cannot simp for Lauren Boebert. Because she's not... Uh, that would imply that she, you know, I'm, I won't continue. That she's mediocre? Sketch, yeah. Well, we, all, we all know that Mrs. Boebert is not mediocre. 
Ms. No, Mrs. Ms. M- Mrs. Or is she Mrs.? No, she's she's married. I think, okay. So. Um, her husband is like. Uh, That's the funny been part. Talking like, about my wife on like, your podcast. That would be a hilarious conversation. We don't get her; we get her husband. And then somebody's just like, "Hey, Brett, play this clip from this episode." Oh, no. And yeah, Sketch Therapy said Alf has the saddest ending in all TV. Vivisection. Yeah. Uh, okay. T Bone said, "Just wanted to give Brett McDonald a shout out for helping me for over an hour change my membership to Elite. Big thanks to him. Sorry, Brett." Awesome. Yeah. Can't have multiple Bretts at this company. There's only there's only room for one Brett. Anytime he gets multiple. tagged, I get tagged multiple. as well. Like it's like they tag both Bretts just to make sure they got the right one. <laughs> Noah Cloud said you should watch the show Brain Dead from 2016. Okay. Brett helped me out it. too because um I tried to send a picture of a potato <laughs> to the chat and I got a <laughs> warning to not send explicit content with Seamus it's a the AI it, it thought a sh- that that was naked Seamus I don't know but <laughs> I, I was like hey just so you know I didn't try to send anything bad it was a potato yeah you're like explaining you're like over explaining you're uh, like I-, I wasn't doing anything wrong like, why were you sending anything I didn't want to get pulled potato. into a meeting today never mind or something. <laughs> T-Bone said I once saw a kid in my high school eat a live lantern fly for a $50 bill it was so disgusting <laughs> Did whoa, did he have a glowing tongue afterwards? Uh, I'd never heard the word lantern fly. That the same I always thing called them lightning bugs uh, or fireflies. A firefly? And then that got ruined lantern by that, that horrible song by um thing. That's like, not a horrible song. Owl, Owl City's awful. I stand Owl City, let's go. Uh, Disco Jensen said, it's all a psyop. Hollywood has decades worth of good scripts to use. The feds want a narrative and those scripts are picked or written. I, I believe that the federal believe- government controls well, the a lot scripts of people- that Amazon decides to develop. Well, why not? I mean, if they're already involved in in, in what com- capacity? If they're if they're already involved in these companies when it comes to ESG financing, when it comes to subsidies, what's to say that they don't have somebody who, at the very least, works for the federal government or is a private contractor to have a say in stuff like this? Also, um, for for that, it's like. Uh, the CIA used to have an office in Hollywood, right? So the CIA was very much a part of uh, functioning and informing narratives. Also, I, th- I think the big part of what he just said that's important to point out is that, yes, I don't think that Hollywood doesn't know, doesn't have good material. I think the good material per- is perfectly, it's perfectly reasonable to believe that there's lots of it out there. They just don't choose to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, let's read one more, and then I want to do the update on the, the hockey player I, I, oh. because we followed through on that. I do got to tell you about the story. Crofty I might know this story. said, thanks Maybe. for this stuff while I end my workday. Ah, yes. You're welcome. Well, we are happy to help you at the end of your workday. Guys, a couple weeks ago, I covered this. Uh, we covered this ridiculous story about a hockey player from Mercyhurst University whose father is an ex- uh, work- he's the general manager for the Philadelphia Flyers. His name's Carson Breary, and he, he basically... He he pushed a wheelchair down a stairs, drunk at a bar. It, not with a person. In not it. with a person. Oh, in it. No okay. person in the wheelchair. Okay. It belonged. But he did break the wheelchair. He did that's, break the wheelchair. That's still bad. Not as bad as I just imagined no. in my mind. He got yeah. uh, he got first suspended from the hockey team for drunkenly pushing a wheelchair down his head. He uh, down, down the stairs. Then he issued an apology. He has now been kicked off the hockey team because he drunkenly threw a wheelchair that belonged to someone down. Just re- replace the wheelchair, apologize to the person you did this to. He got banned from the bar where this happened as well. 
and apologize. You don't kick a dude off of a hockey what team. What if the or wheelchair like flew into somebody? Well, then, then we can talk about whether he could see the person at the bottom of the stairs and the consequences of your actions. This is an absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I think a story. lot of people just see the story and assume that there was somebody in the wheelchair. That, yeah, well, that's the, the problem. Well, it's a PR issue. That's yeah. why the team kicked him off. Wheelchairs can know? be customized and very expensive. I think he this should probably replace the wheelchair. That's what I said. That's what he did. Right? A genuine yep. apology. I don't know if he should be kicked off a team. It's, it's very well. It's stupid. just because of the it's because of the PR. They're not kicking him off because they think he actually did something wrong. They just know that a bunch of people are going to see headlines like guy pushes wheelchair and it just people just well, assume that there's as a person as he said that i was yeah. like what he's That's... also facing criminal charges because he was hit with one count of criminal mischief my goodness the world we're coming to right there like it, it, you could get i mean i did plenty of stupid shit drunk at bars well, back when i was just in what my it is he did something really stupid, stupid drunk, drunk at a bar like did, did, did you push a wheelchair not downstairs, no. But you did push a wheelchair. I, I probably on one level. I don't know. I uh, here's the thing: did, did Justin Bieber get hit with one count of criminal mischief for pissing in a mop bucket at a bar when no. he was when he was twenty something years old? Like people do dumb stuff at bars. There was no person in the wheelchair. Yes, what he did was extremely rude and disrespectful. It's not kick a dude off of a hockey team disrespectful. But. You're talking about it like they think that he like killed someone. Like they they know what, that what happened wasn't that big of a deal. They yeah. just know that it's horrible PR, so they have yeah. to kick him off. They uh, have no choice. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not I, saying they have no choice, but they think they have no choice because it just sounds like he killed a disabled person. Yeah. Oh, you this know? one's good. Um in the chat someone says I took a cow upstairs in a guy's house as a prank. Oof. How do you even get a How cow? How did you do that? How do you, you have to like that? coax the cow? Not, uh, Andrew in the chat says it's vandalism, Broski. Not not cool. No, I, I'm not saying it's not that cool. it's cool. No one is saying that it's cool. We're saying that it's not like kick this dude off the it's hockey just, team and and. Upon first glance, it sounds like he killed yeah. a disabled person. So yeah. they know that people don't read articles; they just read headlines. They have to respond. Yes. Uh, if he was Ezra Miller, he would just pay a fine and choke slam the woman anyway. <laughs> so apparently, that's the problem. He's not Ezra Miller. Yeah. He's he's not Ezra Miller. So I so guess. So I I know I've heard stories of people having their wheelchairs broken while they're traveling, and yeah. it's extremely devastating and can take a long time to replace. So. And he should absolutely pay for he the should, repairs. He and thankfully, he should it. this woman was in a wheelchair because of an injury, not because she is no, like she was permanently. A, okay. No, she right? is. No, she she was like a, an amputee. Either she way, was. it's yeah. not good. Yeah. No, it's mm. it's not good. And like he that he sucks. should have had to pay for it. He should have apologized for it in person. It just seemed excessive to me and the idea of him facing a criminal mis like i guess vandalism like could you charge him with vandalism i guess and then charge him by like making him pay for the wheelchair i guess but sending the dude uh, off the hockey team just seemed excessive to me that's just me people he's young he's a kid he's 20 oh he's yeah. not a kid he's in his early 20s you make mistakes young in your adult. early 20s 
just seems stupid to me. <laughs> All right, we got some super chats at the end there, Mary. X said John Wick was taking out murderous criminals, though. Yes, that is true, and that's what I mean when I point out in that series that they have to be very careful and make sure that you understand that the person that the, they're taking out is a bad guy, hence the all bad guys are R-words trope and the, the idea of like the girl getting attacked in an alley. You know, there's a, there's a really funny episode of Castle where they have like a vigilante on the loose who ends up not even being a vigilante, but he's actually, uh, have you ever heard of real life superheroes? They're like people who dress up in superhero costumes and do neighborhood watch. Uh, no, that's like a thing. That's, that, that's, that's a you're real. You're not talking about like the guy in Times Square you take a photo with. Kind of like that, except for it's more, they're more like. Are they you... armed? No, they're not armed. And what are they worth anyway? And, they, and they've gotten beaten up in, for, for doing this. But the idea here in the they've story was like. They've gotten beaten up for doing it. Just imagine getting beaten up by some yeah. thug because you're dressed that, like Spider-Man. That seems like the worst thing uh, to wear if you're trying to do yeah. neighborhood watch. Well, what they're, what they're yeah. doing in this case, uh, it's supposed to, most of them do like uh, homeless outreach. And it's supposed to be a way of like diffusing tense situations okay. right so in this episode uh a guy dresses up like a superhero and like cuts a dude in half yes thank you that's a good one from carter too funky butt loving look uh it's uh yeah there we go. Okay. That, that was a good one. Wait, so he did what to a guy? He cut a guy in half the long way, which they never explained how he managed to do with like a sword. It was Wait, ridiculous. this actually happened? No, no, it was an episode of a TV show. Oh, yeah. okay. I was like... But real life superheroes are a thing. That, that, that's it a just thing. doesn't work. It just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. X said, it's setting the stage for the violence they want. Uh... Uh, I don't know the, what context that was in. If he's you no, know, if he's following the same, he's talking with the women. And the they want also. Uh, I mean, is that becoming more prevalent? Is female violence becoming more prevalent these days? Do you think? Female violence, like mm, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, no matter how many fight videos there are on my Twitter timeline, I'm not going to believe it. <sighs> oh, by the way, I'm going to end the. I, I'm going to end the poll. I asked people, is does Harry Potter need a remake? Uh, and with 88% of 732 votes, they say no. Shocking. No remake. I wanted to have a third option that says uh, yes, no, yes to piss off J.K. Rowling haters, but there wasn't enough text. <laughs> it pisses me off, and I'm not even a J.K. Rowling hater. Nope. I've had enough Harry Potter. Yeah. Sleepy Cat says the crisis party just woke up my cat in a panic. Aww. I'm sorry. I did not mean to wake your cat sorry, up in a panic. Wait, but why are you called Sleepy Cat? And uh, and also, does that you make you have me a the... sleepy cat? Like, is that the joke? It's a bit. It's a bit on I the nose. Know. X said, "So, is the Harry Potter remake gonna be like Teeth to Hermione's story?" <laughs> uh, I don't want them to. Re I don't think they should remake it at all. No. But um, it's gonna be funny to watch it happen. We'll review it. It will. That and like in the articles that are going to come out about it are going to be joyous, and there's going to be plenty of content yeah. to be had. Grofty said, tap the like button. Yes. Yes, Grofty. Grofty like is correct. Button. Would you guys please go tap the like button and subscribe or, to this channel? if you don't want to tap the like button, just comment in the live chat your reason for why you haven't tapped the like button. Exactly. Exactly. Itemized list of the reasons that you don't want to tap the like button, please. Sleepy Cat says, I'm tired and often, I'm tired often and love cats. Hence the name. Okay. David Tavares said, "This is better than Tim IRL." Uh, boom! Yes, okay. of course. 
always. Well, we're still rooting for our our yeah sister show. We're not having a plus <laughs> our like, small sister our, show. We don't get to have the the Donald Trump is over party. Yeah, don't, you don't get you don't get to pull in the views. We, did, that come we just from. they're gonna go live tonight and they'll be like, so that just it's happened. happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Elvin Bragg, am uh, I right? T Bone said spotted lanternfly that was everywhere years ago. That's not a term I've heard. Oh, I've so never heard that it's before. It's not a firefly. An ex said lanternflies are invasive. Kill them, not fireflies. Okay, what's the difference, though? I had no idea that they, they they're were... They're evil fireflies. Like, they're just evil? Gordon Shumway said, I bought Seamus a shot last weekend for his birthday. I got to meet his brother. He's good people. I'm not joking. I see him at the pub from time to time. That's I really hope that Seamus go walk like Did he just get like crazy drunk on his birthday because he's Irish? I want Seamus to walk right past all the bars and go to whichever one says pub just for the It just has to say He pub has to on say it. pub on it, yeah. And he he just has to like play into those Irish stereotypes. When you when know? was Seamus's birthday? Uh must Two, have been a last weeks. weekend. It was a couple oh, yeah. weeks ago. Happy belated birthday. I know Seamus is watching this. Very much appreciate it. Is he, you think? <laughs> yeah. We miss you. <laughs> High Voltage 75 said, Brett, I had to look up Vince McMahon's new look after you mentioned it yesterday. He looks like Walt Disney with that stash. LOL. Dude, this, the mustache is incredible. It's like, it's. It, there's no way that stash right before WrestleMania is not a choice. It's incredible. Grofty said, hmm. Oh, also, by the way, from what the, the more research that I did, it does seem that what WWE being going with Endeavor is considered a sale. So it is now okay. like now Endeavor Entertainment owns both WWE majority stakeholdings uh, shareholdings in both WWE and UFC. So Endeavor is this growing uh, group with Vince McMahon is still chairman of the executive chairman of the board. And Dana White is still the president of UFC. Um, I, I expect to see a lot more crossover between the two now that they're both under mm -hmm. the same banner. It'll be very interesting, especially considering everyone thought that uh, basically that Saudi Arabia was going to be the one to buy <laughs> WWE, which they did not. I'm looking at pictures of lantern flies right now, and they no. look scary. Are they? Oh, here's the real question. If birds aren't real, are lantern flies are our government? Real? Are are lantern flies government? Uh, now I'm curious. I gotta. I need find to know how are mirrors like. real if our eyes aren't real. Yeah. Rhaegar Trump 2024 Targaryen said the song is War of 1812 Overture by Peter Tchaikovsky. Yep. No copyright strike. No cap. Also, Ant-Man 3 missed the opportunity to make 45 MODOK like in the comics. Yeah, um, Ethan Van Skyver was talking yeah, about that. he was mad that. about MODOK. Also, I, I didn't know that there would be no copyright on the Tchaikovsky thing, but... Uh, I, I had a feeling that it was, yeah, it was not going to be a problem. Since that is recommended, said, and then there's one super, two super chats down. Carnell says, just sitting here waiting for Brett recommends. I will recommend V for Vendetta if you have never seen it, which does use that song in the blowing up of Parliament. Uh, and also, I would like to recommend Sleepy Hollow, the not just the Johnny Depp movie, but the television show Sleepy Hollow starring uh, Nicole Bahari and Tom Meissen, 
shockingly good, especially when you talk about like a guy who comes back from like the Revolutionary War talking about how we've allowed taxes to become absolutely ridiculous. What do they do in uh, the show? Uh, I watched the movie. Only. She's a she's a cop, and he is a risen from the grave. Uh, as Ichabod Crane oh, from it's modern day. Modern day. It's good. It's eh. it's good. The first season is good. The first couple of seasons are good. Right. Uh, when Nicole Bahari was around, so I I enjoyed that show a lot. Francisco Cogno said, "Lantern flies are like fireflies, but with better technology." See, they're probably uh, they're probably government drones, just like birds. Okay, just they like look birds. very strange. And there's one more there from Old Warrior Thirty Four. Um, that I remember one RL superhero that ended up getting busted for selling Aww. drugs after he unmasked. That's sad. Uh, that's How not... are you going to pose as a real so... life superhero and then be like actively making your neighborhood worse? So he's a real life super villain. He's that's a yeah, fraud. He's, he's actually a, like a Scooby Doo villain. That's just, that just makes <laughs> me like, sad. Take his ma mask the, off and you're the like, perfect analogy. wait, you're my drug dealer. <laughs> uh, what a bum way to end the show. That, that makes sucks. me sad. All right. Oh, gosh. Before we go, guys, one more time, could you hit the like button on this video? Could you subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? We love you guys so much for coming to join us on the show every day. Taylor, let everyone know where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Taylor May Silverman or on Twitter at TM Silverman. Thank you guys for having me again. This was fun. Yes. Also, there's one more from Seamus there. Oh, yes. not from Seamus. From Gordon Shumway about, about Seamus. Okay. He said, Seamus did not get drunk. He and his brother had a Guinness each, and I drank a shot of Fighting 69 with him. He's actually very responsible if he did anything after he left. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he went bar hopping. Instead, he he didn't want you to see him. He like was just that. getting started. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived, and you can send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived. There are some interesting names in the chat for the drug dealing superhero. One says we should call him the Dope Man. Oh no. Uh, and another says the Plug. Those it's are just going to be uh, the, the Plug. The Plug. Super Plug. Super Plug. <laughs> Super plug. <laughs> uh, those are all uh, <sighs> fantastic names. Guys, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Brett Dasvik on both. This show is here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. Uh, I would also like to encourage people to, if they can, listen to the podcast on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. I was doing some, I was looking into the numbers. Spotify seems to be where most of our audio listeners come from. Also, give the podcast a five-star rating and not a single star lower than that on any of those platforms. Five stars for all of them. Uh, if you'd like to follow Pop Cultural Crisis on social media, we are on Twitter, at popculture underscore show, Facebook, and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis, and on Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.